This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. I'll give you a choice. I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order. your tests in Ireland. Let me break it down for you because there's a lot of medical jargon out there. It's kind of hard to understand, right? So you go get a test. Nothing really wrong with you, but your phone told you to go get a test. So they ram that thing up your nose, right up to your brain. Not sure why they have to go that far, but they do anyway. And then they go and they check it and they run them through cycles. Now you think after the first cycle that they'd find it because it's so deadly and all, but they don't. They run through cycles, multiple cycles, one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way up to 45. Now, Dr. Corona, Fauci himself, he says anything after 35 cycles is useless. That's right. And we do it 45 times in Ireland. Now, another way of saying that is you say to your mates, you see that field over there? I'm going to find a unicorn. And your friends are like, no, you're not. And you say, watch me. So you go over to the field and you find a little bit of a hoof. And then you find a little bit of a tail. And then you find a little bit of a horn. And you put them all together and you shout, Unicorn! That's right, folks. This just in. 17 million unicorns spotted in the United States of America. And this is Behind the Schemes, episode 26. December 12, 28. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I hope you are. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, we had a lot of snow and ice, so it kind of locked in our plans of just staying here. Made it down a mile, the interstate, and it's all compacted ice for miles and miles and miles and miles. So, uh, it was about 40 degrees and windy yesterday. It was terrible, horrible. Uh, Can't wait till snow. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> Just wait till there's snow up past your waist. Come out, I'm a, visit, okay, hang out. Bring global warming on, you know? I'm ready. Just year-round warmth. Let's go. Uh, what did you think of our uh, Irish friend with her breakdown on uh, PCR tests and unicorns? Yeah. Seems pretty uh, accurate. I've been waiting for a legitimate time to actually use that, like, this uh, little... I guess I had it turned down too low. It's built into the board, and I haven't had a good moment. I accidentally played it on the the Christmas stream. There was an impromptu uh, swap cast, seven shows... Sorry, five shows, seven people um, that all hopped on a Discord channel and went on to the NA stream. 
so did that for part of Christmas, which was a lot of fun. There was um, Carolyn Blaney from Hog Story and two dudes from Rare Encounters. Uh, actually, Abel Kirby. Uh, I don't know if you've seen him in the chat or not, um, in the actual IRC chat, but he was one of the, f- if not the first guy outside of me, you, and uh, this other dude named Nodebit who set it up for us. He was the first guy in the chat room on the IRC side. Right on. And then uh, Sir Seat Sitter. What's up? We can see the, uh, right, the uh, chat. Yeah, if you look in the Discord, um, it'll be under Green Room. Yeah, that's right. I always forget to go there. It's been a while. It's been a while. But yeah, I mean, what's shit will usually pick up you know once you get a couple people involved i i still fucked up i haven't got the discord channel on the website uh who else was there uh sir seats sir sir seat sitter um who's on that abs in a six-pack show i I don't know if you and monty are going to be down but uh i i'm pretty sure that's still on for january 6 um sounds good well i'm gonna be out of town um but I got. Uh, I might be able to do it. It might just be a little less. I don't know. A little less sexy sound. A headset on instead of a microphone or something. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's the way I've done that clean feed. You know, I was all throughout Texas and I just had headphones and a and a phone. Seems to work pretty well. Um. And then uh, I, I don't know if we talked about what we're supposed to be meeting about, but um, it's going to be Project Bluebeam. So I'm going to start. That's going to be my next focus is start and pull clips for that. I think there's going to be a lot of Reagan involved, which will be cool. Because he was always going off about, uh, yeah, we need an alien extraterrestrial threat so we can unite together as one world government. Uh, fight back some alien scum. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh how was how was y'all's christmas did you guys have we had a wonderful time? yes it was great good good deal we stayed at home made sure we did not see our family we had a communist christmas for sure i'm dreaming of a red christmas <laughs> <laughs> no it was a Oh, it was great. It was a great Christmas. I always love Christmas. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm glad everybody uh, had a good time for their holidays as much as they could. Uh, I guess the immediate elephant in the room uh, would be the Nashville stuff. Have you heard the Nashville warning backwards? Will you play it? I will find it for you and then play it, yes. But, uh, yeah, why don't... um. Do you want to go ahead and start there? I mean, what's uh... <laughs> well, sure? Why not? You know, this is just a very, you know, I have a few ideas about it, but I, it's quite interesting. You know, bomb blows up Christmas Nashville, and it's almost just like, yeah, eh. <laughs> you know, no hey. big deal. Don't worry about it. Have you heard uh, who the suspect is? And they, <laughs> a little tw- bit. Within 24 little... hours. <laughs> crack yeah. team of FBI agents established it's a lone nut mm-hmm. that's all paranoid about 5G conspiracies. 
scene. That seems a little <laughs> odd. And it's just a little, you know, but hey, man, people will believe absolutely anything. People believe they can't go outside without a mask on or they will die from COVID. That's insane. That is true. It's uh, what was the one I'd seen earlier today? 85% of uh, positive coronavirus tests come from people that wear masks. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, they're sitting there t- touching their mask all day. You're putting it on and off. You're touching it. So if you have it, it's on your hands. So as you get to, it's, I think it poses more problems. And I think that there's a lot of argument to say that places like California that have the strictest laws on this stuff, or I could call them laws or whatever, you know, decrees, um, they have the highest cases, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sir, Sir Bemrose and Dame Bemrose, who uh, Sir Bemrose is one of the co-hosts for Grumpy Old Ben's. He's got a, a popular tag for the mask called face diapers, which I I really appreciate. I, I like that one a lot because you're just sh- shitting all over Thank your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb as fuck. I mean, I had I went to a restaurant the, um, for lunch the other day, a Mexican restaurant down in Carolina beach. And, um, and you know, my wife had her, her mask on. I did not I go in and the waitress is like, you know, everybody's sitting around. There were a lot of people sitting around. Nobody's wearing a mask at their table, but she's like, you'd have to have a mask to come in here. So I was like, fine, fuck it. You know, went out, my wife had a dirty one laying in the back seat with a bunch of crumbs of dirt on it. So, you know, got that out and then uh i was just gonna hold it over my face and i was like don't be a dick so i was like all right you know put it on come in there the girl who told me to go get a mask was not there but then two other male waiters were there with their masks like down below their mouth you know and like hey what's up come on in and then that's when my wife got mad and i was like see I told you this is dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, started that new job and I've seen, uh, eh, I don't know, it's probably like a seven to three or eight to two ratios, you know, for every 10 person, you know, there's eight wearing a mask and maybe two that's got it down below their nose or hanging off of their ears. I did think of a total just now. I did think of a total like jackass or, or really sick GG tribute. You could try and go into a store and uh, <laughs> please, sir, can you put your mask on? And you're like, oh, you know, the only one that I have is this broken one. They're like, sorry, you're going to need to wear a mask to enter the store. And you're like, well, okay. And you know, it's just like a square cloth and no straps. And you pull it up to your face and just start stapling it on there. <laughs> <laughs> Love to do that. <laughs> That's like that's good, man. You can you know you could even be pussy just tape, you know, have like a staple gun with no. <laughs> yeah, there you go, double sided tape. Yep, <laughs> stick it on there. God. God. That would freak people out. God, I got this something I want to do so bad now. Hey, man, I'm all about that performance, uh, public art. 
I love that shit. I like just going into the grocery store and wearing my mask under my, on my chin. That's what I do. Mm. You know, I just put it on my chin. Nobody ever said a word either. I mean, I, yeah. Well, I'm. There's video. My body, video, my choice. Video people chasing other people down in the stores, like, ah, you gotta wear a mask. And uh, I've seen it in the gas station. Fuck out, too. It's just <laughs> like any other situation where there's this dude chasing the woman down in a store and it's on camera, like, there would be a, a specific type of outrage, I feel like, but. Because this guy's doing it for the virtuosity of the mask and, and for his. She's group. like, get away from me. Stop coming toward me. And he was aggressively walking toward her, man. Yeah. God, what if, I wish a man was around right then to defend her from this crazy son of a bitch. Mm. <laughs> Too bad. Anyway, sorry. Okay, I'll be, maybe be a, I'm just a little more cynical than normal tonight, I think. Oh, and I'm not even on the liquor. Well, you know, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. Actually, there's a there's one other thing I was just uh, well one out of a couple of things as far as that Nashville uh, scene is concerned. You know, there was another box truck that apparently had a similar sounding message that they pulled off the interstate. Um, who knows if. Uh, you know, it's not just a <laughs> another FBI vehicle or some shit just hanging out. Um, yeah. I mean, they found did this. The, did you hear the message from the other one? No, I uh, that was that had dropped while I was at work, and uh, I got I got distracted. I um, was trying to do some more work on the website with uh, another guy from uh, Bowl After Bowl, Sir Spencer, who I actually I think you and him would. Uh, have some really great conversations. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I was like, where's the, where's the fucking, uh, the backwards Christmas message. Uh, now that I got that, you still there, Mike? I saw you drop out. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, oh, God. Oh, what, yeah. What happened? Video. I don't know. It's okay. I was tired of looking at your ugly mug anyways. No, oh, man. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. So, Let's see. This well, call me back. You said call you back. Yeah. Or oh, I see on the on video. The video. Shit. Um. So yeah, I mean, we we've all heard the the normal forward message for sure. Um, for whatever, and they'd actually played this on No Agenda. This is part of the reason I was going to ask you about it anyways. But when they started uh, going off about, it, I was like, oh, this could be fun longer versions let's see where are you at so that's after the they, they play the, the forward message first So, uh, was there any any uh, satanic backwards messaging that you can make out I, in that? I couldn't make out anything. Uh, but it, that doesn't, you could, you know, it's not there. 
So the the idea behind this one is that it says stand by or get ready or something along those lines. And it, it says Merry Christmas a couple of times over uh, when you play the, the warning in reverse. Um, and one other thing, <clears throat> one other thing, and this is immediately after I, I heard this uh, for the first time, and this had to be Christmas night is when I finally got around to listening to it. I was like, yeah, you know, that was. That was some sort of professional recording. Like they had to pay someone to go to a microphone to do that. I feel like, um, just because of like how clean and crisp, not, not clean and crisp, but it's like, it's got a, that official, like, uh, broadcast yeah, he warning. Didn't do sound. It on his, he didn't do it on his voice memos. <laughs> right. If it's even that dude, I mean, they, they found his fucking RV through Google maps I don't believe anything <laughs> anything at all. Well, the, the one the one comparison that it keeps coming back to that I'm seeing floating around is Vegas. Like, oh, this is just going to end up as, you know, clueless and baseless as Vegas 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 was. Uh-huh. So, you know, <laughs> the other one, the other one that I, I keep hearing jokes on is 15 guys to the NASCAR stadium and and uh uh, 24 hours they've already positively ID'd the body and <laughs> found his van and you know the the guy uh, had no living family members and he had sold his deed uh, to his house for zero dollars to a woman in California and just you know all of this other crazy shit but yeah. for me as, as soon as they hit that 5G conspiracy I was like oh yeah this is going to be a good one um, and you know like the one thing that Pat and a couple, a couple of the other uh History guys that I've seen on social media, they're they're talking the the closest thing that it reminds them of is the IRA bombings, which this was an explosion that supposedly only one person died in. Um, it had a specific target. Didn't want it wanted to blow up the target, but not necessarily. Yeah, and take human life. Now that video that you'd sent me last night, it's fucking nuts. I mean, this building so. I guess we should back up for a second because it's on 333 Street. And I forget which street specifically, but the building's 33 feet tall. And in Gramatria, there's. No, what? Huh? what? Is this in Nashville? Yeah. Nuh uh. Oh, dude. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. You're making this shit up, man. It's by the Batman building. Fucking. Uh, so I, maybe I have pictures of that somewhere. I'll, I'll drop it in the Discord there for you. Um, man, I really, if someone, if someone out there is listening, that's on no agenda, uh, social, please educate me on how I can, how I can mute this bullshit. Cause I try every episode <laughs> and I can never do it. I am, uh, tech illiterate, unfortunately. So let me find the Gamatria. I'll read those numbers off to you. Um, See, that would have been Christmas, right? Did you find have you found the address yet? It's pretty good. I just wish I could remember which street it was. Oh, here it is. 333 Commerce Street. <laughs> and the other the big thing that they uh that you'll see in the articles is it's by the Batman building, right? So there there's a skyscraper in Nashville. It's got two big pointy ears on it that make it look like the Batman's cow. Uh, in 
reverse Sumerian, Sumerian, uh, which I don't know what that that uh, cipher is for Gamatria, but you you know what we've talked about that before, right? Where you associate a number to every letter. Batman hits six six six, and this one's good. Simple English Gamatria is fifty one. Nashville in reverse Pythagorean is fifty one. For Batman, reverse uh, Pythagorean, sorry, Pythagorean is 39. Nashville in Pythagorean Gramatria is 39. And simple English Gramatria and Pythagorean Gramatria for Batman is 51 and 15 respectively. And reverse Pythagorean for Nashville is 51. So there's one, two, three, four... Four plus a six 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 in there <laughs> between two of the biggest fucking uh, 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 buzzwords in these all these re- related articles. I'm like, the mayor's fucking laughing about it, and, and it's just it's so weird all around. Um, I really appreciated the video that you shared last night. The guy gets in there to the uh, actually, I'm not sure where he's uh, where the photos came from because it's not like they updated Google Earth and <laughs> that fast. Um, but he gets in there. And he, like a salty cracker. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. That must have been before. Yeah, that was a whole stream. But it was. I mean, like he's he's showing watch. all these fucking windows that are blown out, and it's just brick wall behind them. <laughs> you know, this thing is a fucking bunker. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the whole AT and T was trying to do the audit thing. I think that's uh that might fall in the category of it's what people really want to be the case in this instance but then again i don't know i mean disgruntled employee eh, not really i mean i don't think it's any sort of uh zealot attack from any particular branch i just think it's some alphabet soup got got splattered all over the place yeah i think it was an inside thing going on because that's why the media's not going to overdrive and freaking out on it. You know? Indubitably. And just kind of talking about this right before the show kind of leads me to wonder, you know, what is, is Trump just a, a complete fraud or not? Or is he a real deal? I don't know, dude. Uh, I guess you're basing all this off of the him signing the um, quote unquote stimulus bill, but it's really just What's like a, the the omnibus. It's a bill, number right? of things. The whole thing of the Trump administration is like has been a story of massive crimes committed by like Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton and. You know the Department of Justice, FBI, and all this stuff, and just it was always like coming soon, right around the corner. You know, <laughs> they're gonna John Durham report's gonna come out, you know, or something, and then that's what's going on with the um, right now with the the election. It's just like, yeah, man, shit's gonna drop. We're gonna release the crack in, and you know, there. But then he signs this bill. 
and he doesn't and he's also not talking about this bombing or anything it's like nothing to him as well i don't know i'm just been a little a couple of things have happened in the past couple of days that have me scratching my head a little bit going what the fuck yeah i, I guess i'm i'm more trying to understand you were trying to make sense of the season finale for 2020 who fucking knows dude <laughs> who i mean at this point i feel like anything could happen anything is possible and uh, i think maybe this is too grandiose or grandiose or how, how however you fucking pronounce grandiose. it grandiose but uh yeah i think we should just um sit down sit back and enjoy the show uh it's gonna be I hope it's good. It might just be dumb as shit and it just be like, okay, now Biden's the president. Well, it's like, the way, God damn it. The way That's I look so- at it is it can just be, you know, well, you know, y'all have had four years to just fucking spit hate and venom and, and you know, now it's our <laughs> Well, it's just I, for me, it's going to be more of a of that like just super, super uh, aggro, <laughs> passive aggressive. Told you so. <laughs> it's kind of a douche thing right. to say. It is. Yeah. But like, look, look what fucking uh, look what all of this uh vile rhetoric has led to you know 10 more years of covid 1984 it'll be it'll be a hundred years it'll be before the it will have to be dealt with with arms death murder ultimately because they're not going to give up this power man these people you know are communists and they've been working on this shit for over 120 years hey hey ho ho Lizard fucks have got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not going to just give, give you back your freedom. You're going to have to forcefully take them back. I That's just want I want to I want to I want to uh, let everyone know that it's not watching the video. Uh, more often than not, I, I really dig this. Malachi has got his stop the spread shirt on. <laughs> I don't see you on the video, man. Do you see me? Oh, um, man. What but is- I do. It's stop the spread, and it has a, it, 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 the O in stop has a hammer and sickle in it, and it's shaped like a little coronavirus with little, what do you call them? Little points off the end? The spikes. Spikes. That's what that. So it'll get stuck in your nose. That's what that vaccine's gonna do. It's gonna get your body to produce all those uh, those spike particles, spike proteins. But uh, you know that's when I'm almost so numb now that where a bomb blows up in Nashville, it's just like, yeah, that's probably, you know, like you said, ABC people setting somebody up, killing somebody. It was an assassination or something. Who knows? Uh, the last weird thing, uh, I'd actually had a dream about it in some small degree the night before, um, was that a load in type thing, half indoor, half outdoor. And for whatever reason, Adam Curry called and I was talking to him on the phone and off kind of, you know, maybe seven, eight blocks. There's this huge pedestal type mountain 
with a house on top of it. I dream of a lot of houses for whatever reason. Like within for the past year or so, most of my dreams have like revolved around me noticing a house. I don't know why. Um, but I was looking at this little house on the pedestal mountain and I could see it was smoldering. There was like smoke kind of wafting out from, from the inside. And then it just went fire exploded out from every fucking window and door. And I was on the phone. I was like, Oh fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> I went to go, you know, call 911, but he could already hear amb- ambulances in the background. So I hung up and, um, don't remember what happened after that. Woke up and was getting ready to hop on the stream and I just started seeing all this fucking Nashville shit and I was like whoa um but yeah I don't know if we'll ever get any answers about it that, that's kind of my my last take take on they already they already answered it it's a lone nut conspiracy theorist thought 5g was gonna fry their brains lone that's nut Lone nut conspiracist blows his load. Case closed. <laughs> Time to go get a to-go beer from a bar. North Carolina, you can have one to-go drink. Thank you, Governor Cooper. That's science. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that's one of his things. They're like, you can get a to-go drink, you know. Like a, like a beer? To, you know, tighten the noose down on the um, restaurants a little bit and, you know, destroy all private ownership of anything. Well, doesn't doesn't he have roving bands of fucking lockdown enforcers uh, making the prowl now? It wouldn't surprise me. I feel like I'd seen uh, maybe Atlas had posted something in there sounds vaguely oh you know what no i did see this no i think about it when are we uh when are we gonna have him on the show no oh, i'll talk to him soon see what he says he would it, he he's excited about it so yeah anytime i'm sure he'd be willing about anytime all right here we go guilford county's covid enforcers are making the rounds from the greensboro news and record <laughs> Keeping you safe. Safe, safe, safe. You're not responsible enough to have a job. And it's our job to tell you that and fine you for trying to do your job. (laughs) Guilford County's employees have been trained. I'm not going to do that. Guilford County employees have been trained. Now it's time to enforce the rules. (laughs) Hey. They've got a job to do. Uh, They're just doing their job. I'm just doing my job, man. <laughs> Do you see the video of the dude that um, blocked the health inspector? He's a restaurant owner in California somewhere. And uh, he took no. his truck, blocked the health inspector in, and then he wouldn't let him go. And he's like, if you're not going to let me do my job, I'm not going to let you do your job. Holy you shit. Know? That was fucking awesome, too, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck you. You're going to tell the bank that, you know. That you're just doing your job, and that's what the bank's going to go, cool, no rents due. 
I actually I got a uh, I got a little post I'd found on one of the IOTSI film pages. I was going to read about the lockdowns, but I, I just want to poke into this Greensboro article here for a second. Last week, the Board of Commissioners passed a measure mandating the county carry out Governor Roy Cooper's orders that restrict the number of people inside businesses and office and other measures needed to mitigate the spread. Um, the that the businesses and residents follow the orders is more than important more than uh it's it's more important now than ever uh they're co- currently being rocked by an unrelenting wave of coronavirus cases uh more cases more hospitalizations and more deaths and more problems more more and more um his orders have been continually mocked dismissed and challenged by residents business owners and elected officials here and across the state um you know, it goes into the Christmas. There's going to be a Christmas surge. Enter the county's COVID enforcers. On Thursday, uh, Dr. Vaughn, the county's director of public health, told the commissioners that she and the county attorney have trained 23 county employees on how to enforce, enforce the rules and levy penalties. In the meantime, officials from the city of Greensboro have already visited more than 500 businesses since Mayor Nancy Vaughn instituted a similar order on November 20th to also enforce the governor's rules. These businesses range from big big box stores and chain restaurants to small locally owned businesses. Jake Keyes, the city spokesman, wrote in an email. Uh, he didn't name any of the businesses that had violations, and it's unclear what penalties have been assessed. Uh, regulation, which passed 6-3 to three last week, allows officials to enforce all the rules. From cities to unincorporated, area, unincorporated areas, businesses that violate the governor's orders would be penalized. Um if the restaurant well, they're gonna have they're, i'm sorry they're gonna have to do that they're gonna see you're gonna see a lot more of that coming especially in these big cities that are all democrat run because they're gonna have massive um shortcomings on their revenue you know their tax revenue is going to be so down they're and they're not going to want to cut any of their shit you know I they just... can't you can't shut down any government so they'll have to up the revenue by fining and um doing things like that i'm curious to see what's going to happen for super touristy democrat cities that would be i'd have to imagine that'd be kind of a blow if you know people and I, well I they'll, they'll find the tourist and bring in revenue that way they don't give a fuck about this man there, there is not going to be any tourism that's that's a symbol of freedom and bourgeoisie you know, you can't have that shit. Touring is a symbol of oppression. No, yeah, I, I can feel that one. <laughs> um, well, was there anything else you wanted to hear in this article? I mean, it's it's all more. You gotta follow the rules. Gotta follow the rules. Well, we all have to follow the rules. Gotta I think follow we get the it. rules. Yeah, yeah. I so it, it, I find it interesting. You know, the six to three. I wonder the how the party lines go in that vote. Well, rule yeah. number one, don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> rule number two, you do not talk about Fight Club. COVID Club. You don't yeah. talk about COVID Club. <laughs> it's just a, two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, dude, do you remember that joke I made about 10 years to flatten the curve coming to you Easter 2030? Yeah. I found a fucking article. <laughs> from the ceo of BioNTech, and the headline was don't expect covid19 to disappear in the next 10 years <laughs> well then in that it will never end until it will never end until it is taken away from them by force 
Yeah. It's clear as day now. People are completely, brutally uh, lying to themselves, you know, right now. Everybody's just like, you know, if you don't wear a mask, you're you're killing your grandmother because the media told me so. While while at the same time, giving away everything that's righteous and good. I'd seen today you know, someone was uh, they talking about and specifically said they've been religiously wearing masks. And it's like, I know a couple of other fun activities that are six feet separated with masks. And they got all these fancy hoods and shit. But <laughs> talking like eyes wide shut. I guess it would be funnier if there was a picture involved with it. <laughs> yeah, never saw that. I haven't either. That shit freaks me out. I just I saw that meme. I was like, yeah, that it does. Like the whole idea is six feet separation with a mask. It does feel kind of like a, a Luciferian ritual to some degree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and you know, like like they said, it, they've been religious religiously wearing them. Um, it's kind of so, fucking disturbing. I'm reading this book. Um, it's called uh, <clears throat> "None Dare Call It Treason" by John A. Stormer, written in um 1964 um and talking about the talking about the fabians which was the uh, uh it was created by uh george bernard shaw uh the playwright in 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 uh england and in the early 1900s and um they were kind of the a little bit different than the communist out of the Soviet communist, you know, they, they started the whole, the whole idea of, uh, you know, let's covertly get into the universities and slowly incrementally create these changes one by one. And then eventually we will, you know, have everybody in power and dominate the world. Um, and I think they're pretty much there now. Uh, but, um, he has this little part on here. Um, uh, Lenin's strategies for multiplying the power and strength of the small, you know, anyway, uh, Stalin kind of spelled out Lenin's theory in detail in the book, Stalin on China. And he said, the most powerful enemy can be conquered only by exerting the utmost effort and by necessarily thoroughly, carefully, attentively, and skillfully taking advantage of every, even the smallest rift among enemies, of every antagonism of interest among the bourgeoisie of the various countries and among the various groups or types of bourgeoisie uh, within the various countries, and also by taking advantage of every, even the smallest opportunity of gaining a mass ally, even though this ally be temporarily facilitating, unstable, unreliable, and conditional. Those who do not understand this do not understand even a particle of Marxism or of scientific modern socialism. So what he's saying there, I see in there, is that, you know, by taking, skillfully taking advantage of every rift among enemies... You know, and by putting the coronavirus into our society from a communist China has created a, a rift between the 
citizens, uh, you know, who would be either liberals or conservatives, you know, it, it, it crosses political ground there and it creates a rift and it has clearly done it. And it is a specific strategy that Stalin and Lenin themselves have talked about, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. What do you think about that? It makes me feel like the New World Order is somewhere... It, it's like a, if you had a Venn diagram, it's going to be one part Marxism, one part technocracy, and one part uh, uh, biosecurity. If that makes yeah. any sense. And right in the middle, it's New <laughs> World Order. And like we've all heard of the term psychological warfare. I mean, that that's exactly what it is in this capacity. It's all demoralization, de uh, destabilization, crisis normalization. Um, I, I got all those uh, Yuri uh, Ben's. Ben, oh God, I'm gonna fuck his name. We're just gonna call him Yuri from now on. <laughs> At least I Yuri, am. Yuri, um, Yuri the Bear. I mean, if we went, if we want to touch on those, I got them pulled up. I'd, I'd be all down to fucking listen to them. But there's another, there's another word. I think I'm gonna start swapping out to as far as psychological warfare is concerned. And the the quote from the book reminds me of this quote that. Uh, uh, Cody, who was a guest a couple of episodes ago, sent me earlier today. <clears throat> there will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak. Producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies so that people will live, so people in fact will have their liberties taken away from them, but will rather enjoy it. Because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this seems to be the final revolution. Aldous Huxley, March 20th, 1962. And the term that it made me start thinking of is pharmacological warfare. Like mm -hmm. that, that's kind of it. And, you know, propaganda knows no boundary. <laughs> so I see why I see no reason why they couldn't use uh, uh, just an insane amount of fucking propaganda to, you know, make these gains in the trenches of the fucking pharma wars. Yeah. Well, they've got, they've got a, the U S media to do their biddings for them. I mean, they have the infrastructure in place. And that's that's, yeah. that's one reason, like, uh, to me, realistically, Fox News, CNN, they're both on the same scale of uh, baseless <laughs> because they all all of them fucking air pharma advertisements. So realistically, like, it's, <laughs> it's two puppets, one person. Yeah. What is it? Punch and Judy? I need a Punch and Judy sound effect. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, but it's it takes it's a lot for the average apathetic lazy American to take the time to see that connection and put it together, you know? Yeah. I mean that that's that's a fucking talking point. I feel like I was uh, hitting on NAS was uh Security sure as shit ain't free. <laughs> Cost a buck oh nine. <laughs> I'm gonna need about tree fitty. <laughs> um, 
this is uh this is backtracking a little bit, but I found that quote from the uh, IATSE film crew. Well, I, I shouldn't say IATSE. I, I think it was either on an IATSE page or it was on a, another stage lighting post uh, Facebook group. I knew there would be backlash when filming got labeled as quote essential. And I totally get why this woman is pissed. This is in uh, reference to the woman um, that has the restaurant and they've got the catering set up across the street from her in Los Angeles. Uh, That said, if you want to tell me that your dining establishment pays to have all of its workers and its patrons tested three times a week, then you should be allowed to serve. If you want to tell me that your restaurant hires additional staff to monitor that everyone is 10 feet away from each other when they eat, and that unless they can prove they are already in isolation. I'm just fine buttoning in, I know, and I'm interrupting on purpose, but God damn it. (laughs) God damn it. I am fucking pissed off as shit already by listening to this arrogant, super-funded rich piece of shit come out and try to say, oh, okay, just because we have an endless amount of money, a bottomless pit of fucking money, you should too. And stop bitching about it. What the fuck? The, this motherfucker is the problem. You know? I'm sorry. Continue. Make my rage boil. Please. <laughs> Mads Malachi, everybody. Uh, and granted, I, you know, I I am reading a lot of context into this. I feel like, you know, if you want, I can try and read it a little more straight. The words but I, are there. The, the words are there. <clears throat> All right. If you want to tell me that your restaurant hires additional staff to monitor that everyone is 10 feet away from each other when they eat, and that unless they can prove they are already in isolation together, eat one to a table, then you should allow, then you should be allowed to serve. If you want to tell me that still more staff is hired to ensure people working in the back of the establishment are wearing proper PPE that the restaurant purchases and distributes daily, then it should be okay that you open. If you want to tell me that your restaurant has taken out a huge insurance apology to cover all of the workers pay, then you should shut and should you shut down due to a positive case at your place, then have at it. The truth is restaurants can afford to do none of this. Film should have never been labeled as, quote, essential. It should have been labeled as, quote, an industry that is willing to triple its overhead in order to keep working in some form of actual safety, end quote. Uh, but that name sucks. And so they went with the shorter one with terrible public optics. Jesus Christ. This guy. <laughs> this motherfucker. This guy. <laughs> This guy. <laughs> this guy. Is that making? Who mad? is this? What's his name? I'm not. Or... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dox him. Uh, I think it's in okay. the Discord. Uh... <laughs> but I mean, it, what is it? I thought it was a letter. He's authored a letter, right? I mean, it is on a public forum. I didn't yeah, find it on the feed. Uh, I, it, it'll be in there. I'll, I'll show you later. I'll show you later. Um, but yeah, that was something I wanted to bring up with Pat, but I think I'd kind of missed it um, last week. That was such a good fucking episode. I was I was really glad to see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got some good positive feedback from friends on that. So yeah, and Pat, very entertaining guy, very knowledgeable. You know, a knowledgeable historian. Yeah, and uh, that it, it, very entertaining. Yeah, 
I hope we can be as entertaining as he is someday. I'm just, I can be more angry. That's all. <laughs> no, I've seen him pretty fucking, <laughs> pretty fucking yeah. lit. Um, yeah, but you know, anyways, I, I digress, you know, fuck this fucking arrogant fuck face, er, piss fucking head film fuck. <laughs> just so you know. he's thinking that somehow he's taking on this thing when they, you know, he's shouldering this great burden. They have producers, you know, <laughs> multiple people. I mean, I'm already of the mindset that all the fucking money in Hollywood is made up, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, it didn't surprise me. You yeah. know, and it sounds like the fucking insurance companies are making out pretty. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. Is that it? You know, but the fact is, the, it's not that the the restaurants aren't doing that. He offers no proof that they're not adding additional staff. He offers no proof that they're not taking additional steps to do anything. He offers no proof of anything he claims they're doing, and yet they still get to work somehow because they're a different uh, industry than the restaurant industry, and the governor has deemed that to be so. And that's bullshit. And for him to say that, that you know they should be allowed to do it, how does he know they're not doing it? Wait, say the word, say the word. It's bullshit. Oh, I don't know. What I was, was going to say baseless. Baseless. Yeah. <laughs> baseless. That's what that shit is. Baseless. He's clearly never owned his own business before. Or if he did, you know, it's because he's been fucking stupid rich his whole fucking life and never had to really worry about anything failing. You know, I would be willing to bet. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Any fucking way. All right. We're done what with that fuck. guy. Yeah, what a fuck. <laughs> um, I want to say there's a clip for it, but I didn't have my board ready to go. Oh, well. Actually, that thing might be dead tonight. Oh, no. Oh, well. Um, Where where do you want to go next? I mean, I got a couple more COVID things uh, we could touch on real quick. I, I just, you know, it's like more of the same bullshit. Man, that um, guy pissed me off, man. I know. I know. If I had a and rubber exactly hose right now, I would beat him with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why I brought it to the show tonight. I'm guilty. Uh, Man, let's take on COVID. Let's go. COVID is, COVID is the you know Trojan horse of communism for sure of the and of the new world order and all that. Yeah. No, it's not 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 the end. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. Right. Well. I don't know. They could transition from the current new world order into uh, whatever the next evolution is, the next step, which would be like a biosecure fucking <laughs> Logan's run sort of dome life. Maybe. I don't know. Lock everybody down for climate change. We don't want to. <laughs> do you think they do you think they locked down on Venus? <laughs> they obviously did not, because if they did, it would still be. A happy, happy, healthy utopia, lush of women, lush naked women. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Ah, here it is. National interest: How climate change turned Venus from an Earth-like planet to an uninhabitable wasteland. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Say it's not so. If volcanism was the cause of the great climate change event on Venus, then could similar climate Volkswagen? change? Is that what? Volk <laughs> Too many Volkswagens <laughs> driving down the road in their V6. Whatever. Well, it kind of makes sense, right? Because Volkswagen it was a German company and they were building machines for the Nazis and Nazis is kind of like a super oppressive bullshit form of dictatorship, just like communism. So maybe the Volkswagen bug is the spread of fucking communism, just like the pests on the planet. <laughs> That'll cause volcanoes to erupt and turn us into the planet like Venus. Makes perfect sense. Just like that. <laughs> That's what we call science. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, the article is its exactly what it sounds like. They, you can learn a lot about climate change for Venus, uh, the sister planet. It's got a temperature of 450 degrees Celsius, the temperature of an oven self-cleaning cycle. And uh, atmosphere di dominated by carbon dioxide. I bet their fucking carbon tax is through the roof. Uh, mm, with a <laughs> density 90 times that of Earth's. Uh, strange place, totally un uninhabitable, except perhaps in the clouds some 60 kilometers up. Where the recent discovery of phosphine may suggest floating microbial life. Uh, which I feel like I had just seen another article not too long ago saying now that they're questioning those those uh, those theories and whether or not um, life was actually found on Venus or not. Uh, it goes on, however, Venus once likely had an Earth-like climate, uh, according to climate modeling for much of its histories, uh, most of the histories, most of its history. It had surface temperatures similar to present-day Earth. It also had oceans, rain, perhaps snow, uh, snowmen, sledding. Icicle game, <laughs> ice skating, reindeer games, uh, maybe continents and plate tectonics, and more spectacularly, perhaps even surface life. Uh, less than a billion years ago, climate dramatically changed due to a runaway greenhouse effect. Clearly <laughs> mm -hmm. caused by Volkswagens. <laughs> it can be speculated that an intensive period of volcanism pumped. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, told you. Volkswagenism. Volkswagenisms. Uh pump <laughs> enough carbon dioxide into the atmosphere to cause this great climate change event that evaporated the oceans and caused the end of the water cycle. Uh yeah, evidence of change. I mean, this is a hypothesis this is from the modelers inspired uh some master's student group, geoscientists. They looked in evidence of uh, Venusian rocks and this proposed climate change, climatic change, climatic? Yeah. Evidence in Venusian rocks for this proposed climatic change event. There we go. For whatever reason, it was a really hard sentence to read. Um, Sorry, so, you're doing great. I, you know, I'm trying. Like, do we like, do we like the speed of these? Are, like, you know, just kind of spitfiring it through and just fucking running guns fast we can let's little, get it a little better than sitting there trying to read it per per word uh but they did missions through the 70s and 80s uh to land on venus and take pictures and evaluated the composition of the rocks before the landers failed due to the high temperature and pressure 
there was a spacecraft in the early 90s it took a bunch of pictures the, there was a radar to see through the dense cloud layer and produce detailed images of more than 98 percent of venus's surface and they tested the rocks and of course all the rocks there was evidence of some massive volcanic eruption that they kind of carbon not carbon dated but uh, did that like tree ring cycle on it so we're going to be venus one day and then a black hole is going to eat us all and that's the end of it <laughs> in the meanwhile we'll probably lock down for for all of that happening uh and it goes on to talk about yellowstone i know yellowstone is the one that they always like to it's like, you know, keep on the back burner. It's like, oh, shit, you should always be scared of this one. You know, once Yellowstone goes, it's going to take out the entire Midwest and, you know, put us into a nuclear style winter for a decade and some change. And I'm looking at it here. The last time that Yellowstone erupted was uh, 630,000 years ago. Um, so. Yeah, I, I wish I had more Venus based jokes, but uh I got nothing. <laughs> I was just thinking. Hold on. What? Warmers don't give no lip. I'm a blasting off, baby. I'm Venus bound. The great unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Unknown Henson. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. <laughs> it's a great song. You know, everybody listen to it. Buy all the stuff. Buy all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch on, Venus, there? That that was uh, good times all around. Good times. Where else do we want to do some vaccine jokes or uh go hey, into i don't joke about vaccines oh okay. sure i did I about everything <laughs> <laughs> well i got a, i got a series of um clips here i think we're we're gonna this is no joke though man this vaccine vaccination pro thing that's going on now is greater than anything since world war ii or even in World War Two, and yet Fal Dr. Faustus forgot which arm he took the shot in. <laughs> that's that's classic. Did you see the picture I found? Like it's straight from the CBS fucking video. Maybe yeah. you know it's like maybe maybe it hurts both of his arms. We we did play that clip of uh, Dr. Gates. Maybe, he, maybe he's just a lying piece of shit that lies about everything he says. So there's no you know. Well, you know. Okay, so he did. He did lie about the mask, but that was just because they didn't want to run out of masks for all of the frontline workers because it was going to be like people dropping. That lies legitimate. Yeah, that lies. And you know, okay, so he might have he might have lied about the herd immunity numbers and kept raising the goalposts, going from sixty-five to seventy-five to eighty to eighty-five, you know, uh, to ninety. Ninety. The ninety-five percent, you know, that it's going to have to be ninety-five percent of the people that are going to need to take a vaccine. But hey, it's it's Faustus. It's cool, man. He, you know, he is the leading mind <laughs> actor. Yeah, he knows it. 
<laughs> Better than anyone. He's the one that makes you feel good. It's gonna make mm-hmm. you feel alright. He's the one that makes you feel good. If everybody would just do what he says and listen to him, follow the rules, stupid it would bitches. Be over. Uh, <laughs> huh. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's do a choose your own adventure. Do you want to go into, uh, um, you know, just really what is uh, herd immunity, or would you like to hear the open uh, letter to him about the AIDS response that that he had? AIDS. You know why? <laughs> because it, there's AIDS viruses in some of the vaccines. Right. <laughs> Make you make you more fucking susceptible to that shit. What? You can't be real. Shouldn't they tell you that? Hey, when we're injecting you here, it does have, you know, an eight strain of the AIDS virus in it. And people are gonna go, okay. Let's see. Because I have this one pulled up. Unfortunately, I gotta go and dig for it. Yeah, but I mean there was the the science.org, I feel like we had um That's 2013. Where in the fuck? Um, there was the, it was going to make you more susceptible to fucking uh, HIV. You know, who's the same? Hey, man. Who's, who's Small price safety? to pay for safety. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, see, uh, I, I apologize. I, I gotta, I say this every fucking time. Um, we got to figure out a better way of like prepping for a show. I, I don't know how to do that yet. Maybe, maybe in the next couple of episodes, figure out a real fucking flow. Cause this shit's just embarrassing, but there's a fucking open letter to him somewhere out there that was written in the nineties. And, uh, keep killing time for me while I search this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. How about that sports ball? Mm-hmm. They really played balls good, really good. Yep. Oh, they really chased the fuck down out of each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, you know, I, I had the ball, so I took the ball and I ran and I scored with the ball, and then they got the ball, so I decided to try to take the ball from them and not let them score with the ball, so that I could score with the ball. Yeah, give me that ball. <laughs> And people were like, we all should wear masks. Oh, 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 this might. Yeah, well, fucking. If you want to be part of the solution, wear a mask, I guess. Ah, here we go. An open letter to Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm going to read all this one because it's uh, it's not all that long. It's pretty long, but it's going to be good. You are responsible for all government funded AIDS treatment research in the name of right, you make decisions that cost uh, the lives of others. I call the decisions you are making acts of murder. Larry Kramer, an open letter to Dr. Anthony Fauci, San Francisco Examiner, June 26, 1988. Anthony Fauci, you are a murderer and should not be the guest of honor at any event that reflects on the past decades of the AIDS crisis. Your refusal to hear the screams of AIDS activists early in the crisis resulted in the deaths of thousands of queers. Your present inaction is causing today's increase in HIV infection outside of the uh, queer community. 
We are outraged that Project Inform, an organization that supposedly works on behalf of the infected community, would insult us by bringing you to our city. You can't hide the fact that you are nothing but a despicable Reagan error holdover and drug company mouthpiece. I like that a lot. Drug company mouthpiece. Just like so many other fuckers that we know. Walking <laughs> advertisements. With 270,000 200, yeah, 270, dead from AIDS and millions more infected with HIV, you should not be honored at a dinner. You should be put before a firing squad, clinical trials, government-sanctioned mass murders of PWAs. Anthony Fauci, you are a murderer because you oversee government-sponsored clinical trials that test and retest combinations of immunosuppressive toxic therapies that kill people with HIV. The majority of U.S. clinical trials involve worthless antivirals like AZT combined with some other drug, generally another toxic antiviral. What these tests have proven is that you are able to piss away billions of dollars testing dangerous compounds that do nothing to improve the quality of life, to stop opportunistic infections, or to extend survival for people with HIV. AZT, 3TC, DDL, DDC, D4T, and the current crop of Pro-T's inhibitors are nothing but poison. Ten years of the plague have shown us that trying to kill the virus kills people with AIDS, and you, Dr. Fauci, know it. How long will it take you to start focusing on the immune system, how to boost it, and how to prevent the opportunistic infections that are killing people with AIDS? Even you admit that the immune response against HIV is extremely powerful and is clearly more effective than any of the therapeutic approaches currently available in controlling virus replication. Still, you give your blessing to t uh, clinical trials of highly prof uh, profitable toxins that destroy PWAs, already compromised immune systems. CD4s and viral load, a marketing exec's wet dream. Anthony Fauci, you are a liar because you have known for years that CD4 counts are a travesty of, of a surrogate marker that through the drug co company coercion have been elevated to the status of being a quote standard. Now that everyone else knows it too, you and your corporate drug company cronies are urging researchers to foist another useless marker peripheral blood viral load counts on our frightened desperate community. Peripheral bl uh, blood viral load fluctuates in blood circulation and offers virtually no indication uh, of the health or disease progression in HIV-positive people. According to a recent article in the April 1995 issue of Lancet concerning viral replication, the principle that virus suppression will produce a major clinical benefit must remain an article of faith. Information like that isn't stopping doctors of death like Marcus Conant from insisting that patients should be treated earlier with combination therapy, and we should be using markers such as PCR and branded DNA to make viral load as surrogate markers in clinical trials. Your scheme isn't too difficult to figure out. Promote another invalid surrogate marker that has no relation to health or life expectancy of PWAs. Develop a test that costs $200 to measure this invalid marker. Encourage the creation of more deadly drugs that affect this individual valid marker and then compare the pathetic results you get from these dre uh, deadly drugs to the more pathetic results you got from azt and other nukes 
in the eyes of the government, everybody wins. Companies that sell drugs and market tests get rich, and PWAs who sacrifice their bodies in your trials of death are eliminated from the face of the earth. The fact that your clinical trials aren't meant to save our lives is no secret. A December 1994 beta article, a remarkable combination, 3ZT plus 3TC, reports that phase 2 and 3 studies of these drugs were designed to evaluate the effect of the combination on laboratory markers of HIV disease progression, such as viral load and CD4 counts, not crucial, uh, critical endpoints, such as opportunistic infections and survival. I'll take a break here. What do you think so far? Fucking going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wouldn't it be... It's it's a shame that you're not even allowed in the media to critique Anthony Fauci. That's it. I mean, not, you know, or, or just to question him. I don't know. Push back on him. Well, not to mention <laughs> dig into his past and, and find something like this and, and ask him about that. <laughs> At you me know? when you're a scientist, bro. <laughs> God. Uh, we'll continue on. AIDS activists from ACT UP, San Francisco, and DNCB Now have been screaming for over a year that HIV-positive people need to activate their cell-mediated immunity and raise their CD8 counts. These activists were invited to the NIH to present a forum and share their knowledge and experience with researchers. Finally, excuse me, finally, some researchers are coming around and hearing our voices. Doctors like Susan... Uh, uh, Butch Binder, who in the 1994 AIDS uh, issue of AIDS stated that elevated of CD8 cells in healthy long-term HIV-positive individuals suggests that these cells play an important role in delaying disease progression. Because of your 1995 annual review of immuno immunology article, we know that you know this, Dr. Fauci, but still you prattle on about those CD4s that you tell us nothing that tell us nothing at all. Selling out from murderer to Tony. One thing that 10 years of the plague has, has taught us is how easily people and organizations can be bought off. You are one of those people, Dr. Fauci. Project Inform is one of those organizations. During this time of crisis, you are complacent, part of a government bureaucracy that values thriving pharmaceutical company entrepreneur, uh, not entrepreneurism over the health of people with HIV. You are a pill-pushing pimp that cooperates with drug companies enforcing dangerous concoctions down, down the throats of a desperate community that is brainwashed into believing that taking a pill, any pill, will help them. AIDS drugs are not sold to help people. They are sold to make profit. The situation is so out of control that drug companies now create and sell drugs like Marinol, a synthetic derivative of the natural compound of marijuana. Have you um have you ever in encountered anyone that smoked uh I don't think what did they call it it was a uh, K2 Have you ever seen anyone on that I don't think so no I fucking uh had roommates in college that had tried some of it um because for whatever reason they thought that they were going to get less in trouble i guess with the dorm it was going to be less noticeable if they had smoked some of this k2 and uh, i was gone what is it's synthetic marijuana oh. and uh, i i was, like, I, was uh, real, 
dude. Um, I had, uh, uh, I, I think I was out of town for the week or weekend or something. This is over our holiday break, but they <laughs> smoked this shit and ended up losing their minds and were like, uh, so first they started pacing the room cause they were tripping out and then they started running up and down the hallways and then they started running up and down the hallways, banging on the doors to call the police and all this I just fucking out there shit and the paramedic eventually that uh, was treating them was like, yeah, you guys would have just been better smoking the real shit. So <laughs> did I ever meet these people? You don't have to have any names. But... No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Those roommates weren't quite um, involved. I mean, this is like still I was in the thick of like going to class and stuff and not when yeah. I had as much free time towards the end there. Oh, we're almost done here. Yeah, I, I'd been offered to, a chance to smoke that before. And it was when I was living in Wilmington, uh, undergrad. Mm. And I was like, no. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I've got cigarettes and weed, so I'm good to go. Apparently, you know? they tripped their fucking asses off. I mean, I was just like, Ugh. Yeah. 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 You know that shit just grows in the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. The real stuff, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so we're almost. Hey, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did want to touch on, you know, the, when was this letter written? Eighty nine or something like that. Uh, it was eighty eight. Eighty eight. Okay. Um, it's interesting how he, you know, calls out <laughs> Fauci for being the pill pusher guy just to make a profit for the pharmaceutical companies. When right now. This COVID-19 can be treated with very cheap, widely available, uh, ready, you know, to use um, drugs that have been around for 50 years. But he insists on not going that route. I'm going to fact check you there really quick uh, because and the... Use the government to supply money to these pharmaceutical companies he's working for. They would never be in bed with each other. And also have and... No, no, if they do anything wrong, they're they're they have no consequences to any actions they do. They could kill everybody. Everybody could have a baby born without a kidney or something. And it would just be like we're not whatever. liable. It's not obviously not our fault. <laughs> yeah, we were just trying to help. We were trying to save the world from the worst pandemic in the history of the world. People had the cold. <laughs> well, let me, uh, let, before we go any further, I'm going to fact check you because the author very clearly stated that he was a quote pill pushing pimp. Okay. So, mm. you know, now that I'm glad that we cleared that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I say something different? No, pill uh, just just a pill pusher. I, I thought it was uh, right. It was a, That's totally different. My bad. I, I, I think I think we really should go in hard on uh, just how much money everybody's raking in from this. <laughs> like, well, that's why that's why they need the second dose of the vaccine because they got to go buy bigger rakes because they got so much money and they just don't have enough rakeage. Ka-ching, bitches. Make it rain. I mean, this is makes like fucking uh, um, what's his name Heisenberg look like a loser. You know what I mean? It's like uh, <laughs> if Heisenberg was a Fisher Price fucking criminal kingpin, yeah. my first kingpin. Whatever, dumbass. This is how you do it. 
Damn. Talk about a heist. So, uh, well, we're almost done here. The conflict of interest so apparent between you and the pharmaceutical corporations has now been embraced by those in the AIDS community who claim that they are leaders. In their present state, organizations like Project Inform, San Francisco AIDS Foundation, and Act Up Golden Gate are also embroiled in conflict of interest that they must be viewed as enemies by PWAs. Project Inform is still pushing AZT. San Francisco AIDS Foundation beta reads like a promo piece for Glaxo. And many of today's so-called AIDS activists are nothing more than public relation representatives whose job is whose job it is to create a demand for the latest overpriced cure du jour. In the meantime, grassroots efforts like the AIDS Cure Act are assaulted or assailed, excuse me, by these sellout AIDS organizations that have no desire to ever see a cure. This is this is one of my favorite lines right here. Ten years of hope? Fuck that. Try a decade of death and greed. Go back to Washington, you bastard. And I don't know if this is going to be a baseless claim or not, but I would like to dedicate this letter to Tiffany Dover if she is no longer with us. She is the Chattanooga nurse that received the vaccine. We talked about her two and a half weeks ago or some shit. Fainted within 17 minutes. Apparently, any pain makes her pass out. So that sucks. I mean, realistically, like, I I can't imagine where, you know, any time that I hurt myself, I would fucking pass the fuck out. That just that sounds incredibly dangerous, actually, because. Yeah. And to be a nurse and have that condition. But I had seen a video of someone going to search dot com after having uh, article after article um, that was explaining and breaking down who she was and where she comes from and why it was just a conspiracy theory that she was dead and like uh, going side by side by her. Huh? She dead. Well, it's the claim. Um, her Instagram, which was seeing activity no longer than every two days has gone silent. Uh, Mm -hmm. right. Uh, shortly after her taking the vaccine, um, she was the one on video when the, uh, right. Black hair. Yep. And she was talking and very proud of what she did. And then it was like, wow. And, you know, they tried to bring out another, well, sorry, they brought out, quote unquote, Tiffany Dover and some other press comments. They're like, look, see, no, she's totally alive. And people are all like the hair, her, her hair part is different. The way she parts her hair, it's not the same. It doesn't match almost every other photo, which, you know, uh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. You, you can't tell because you don't see her fucking face. And um, the mask on? <laughs> she's got the mask on sunglasses oh dude i got the funniest fucking video to show you during the break oh my god it's so just it makes my skin crawl but uh yeah well continue about this doctor because uh you know i was just like i felt so sorry for her for having that how embarrassing that would be for her i have no idea that she's she's dead or or uh missing we'll just say from from public there was an article, I can't remember if it was like Slate or Heavy.com, whoever it was, but it listed like where she was from and who her, you know, close family was and her age. And this guy went to searchquarry.com, typed in uh, looking for a death certificate for a Tiffany Dover, 30 years of age, 
from Alabama, and uh, there's a death certificate that matches Tiffany Dover, 30 years of age. It's got this matching uh, family member, DeKalb County, Tennessee, which, you know, she was a Chattanoogian uh, nurse. So, wow, she might be dead. And you will never know. Like, how fucking horrifying would that be if this is the case? And, you know, if it's not, I, I very much well, look forward... Well, only one out of, you know, how many have they given right you know, now? How many times How many times did you hear, you know, even one coronavirus death is too much? Exactly. That's exactly even, what I... Even was. one. So, you know, I, you know, I hope to see her on TV. I really hope that we're all fucking wrong. I hope she comes out like, no, I just, you know, I had to fucking step away too much, too much publicity... You know, it's it's too hot to handle. Like, um, I also pass out when I get too much media coverage. You know, I, I hope she turns back up. But, I mean, this fucking if this uh the search Corey website is to be believed. Interesting. I'm gonna look into that. You know, uh, you got that info on <clears throat> like COVID nineteen eighty four or something. Uh, it's in there somewhere, I believe. If not, uh, I'll, I'll get it to you. Right. So, um, uh, where are we at? We're 80 minutes in. Uh, how would you feel like taking a break? I can, uh, I need to give a, uh, a little refresher, uh, to wet my whistle. I'm a little dried out from reaming <laughs> Dr. Faustus that hard. Um, yeah, boy. <laughs> But uh, that'll be a good little segue into my next little uh, vaccine rant. We can do a little side by side with some other clips, and you know it's going to be really fucking depressing. <laughs> Depression can't break free. Got to break free. I want to break free. Want to break free from your lies and your <laughs> something, something, something. Anyways, folks, we're going to take a break, but we'll be right back. Bye. Cool. Don't oh, cut out the bye. Uh, sometimes I'll leave it in there. We'll see. <clears throat> Don't care. Do whatever you want. Well, it's been a while since I've seen y'all, and you can probably guess why. I got the Rona. Uh, I'm fine, though. That's not actually me in a hospital. That's me at the American Red Cross donating my blood plasma because it's got tasty coronavirus antibodies. And I've been assured that those bags are indeed plasma and not pee. Looks kind of like pee, though. Kind of, I mean, you know, maybe people have pee in their blood. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. That's right. I'm actually so healthy now that my blood can heal sick people. But it wasn't fun. I was completely useless for about six weeks, and it got me thinking. Folks, we need a coronavirus vaccine. Now, the good news is by the time this video comes out, we'll probably have several in the U.S. that get emergency use authorization. The bad news is we still need to figure out distribution. Did you know it takes two years to put this many needles into a baby? That's way too long. We need a faster method, and we need it now. No, no, no I'm, I'm not saying that we should get tranquilizer darts and fill them with vaccines. No, that, that, that's ridiculous. Those darts are actually pretty expensive. No, we're going to make our own vaccine darts. If you think I'm being too extreme, let's do a little math. We need to vaccinate 200 million people. Worst case, they'll all need two doses, so 400 million syringes. If we want things to get back to normal in six months, that's 180 days or 15,552,000 seconds. 400 million syringes divided by 16 million seconds is 20. 
25 injections per second nationwide 24-7 for six months straight. Yeah, we need to do this. But Alan, I hear you asking from across the internet, how do you have access to the coronavirus vaccine before anyone else? Well, you weren't paying attention to the beginning of the video where I said my blood can heal sick people. If I put my blood into these darts, then it'll work perfectly. But I only have so much blood, so for now, we're just going to use red food coloring. Could you imagine that you're going to go see some concert or something and they go to scan your ticket and they're like, okay, papers, please. And they're not talking about their fucking, the, the fucking ticket stub. And there's a person standing there with a modified air pellet gun or a BB rifle known in some places, but it's a modified BB rifle that shoots vaccine darts. Maybe, maybe it's not even a vaccine. Maybe it's this person's blood and they, <laughs> they scan the papers or sorry, they scan your ticket. They're like papers, please. And they're like, Oh, well I don't actually have my vaccine. And then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> you get shot by like seven dudes with a vaccine. Gun. <laughs> this motherfucker goes on a, like a, 15 minute fucking video where he builds an air rifle, a modified air rifle vaccine gun and like constructs all the darts and everything. And like this thing has got so much power that the, (laughs) one of the shots that he makes, he's shooting at a baby doll. Right. And the, the needle breaks off and like bends inside of the baby's, the rubber head of the baby and like pokes out the other, che- uh, you know, like a, out of another fucking exit wound on the cheek. I mean, this shit is off the rails. Now, the reason that I pulled this particular video is a, it's fucking way out there and disturbing as shit because literally this dude's like, Hey, we should make a fucking vaccine gun. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a really good idea. And I thought that would be a good comparison as to the two types of people of 2020. We're going to go into another video now here. Hi, I am a registered nurse in Nashville, Tennessee, and my name is Kalila Mitchell. I'm reaching out to everyone about the COVID-19 vaccination. I recently took the COVID-19 vaccination. After the shot, I felt fine, but within three days, I went to the doctor because I had problems with my face. The whole left side of my face, actually. Um, I have Bell palsy now. And as you can see, I can't smile. I'm trying to smile. I'm just kind of embarrassing for But I just want everyone to know that I think this vaccination is the worst thing ever. And I would not give this to anybody, even my worst enemy. Please, America, they do not care about us. Do not take this vaccination. I think hey everybody how's it going all right welcome back <laughs> i 
I mean, you want to talk about all that shame that people are passing around. It's like, oh, well, you know, if you're not careful with COVID, then you could spread it to someone who could spread it to someone who could spread it to someone who could spread it to their grandparents. And then they'd end up with an empty table or empty spot at the table for Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving or Christmas, which you're not even supposed to be doing, you fucking crazy bastards. But could you imagine someone building an air rifle and and force vaccinating from about 30 (laughs) yards a person and it gives them bell palsy in this fucking capacity my body my choice god damn dude Uh, you know okay so we'll take polio because it's just the first one that popped into my head real quick but you know that's the famous vaccination change the history of the world, you know, saved count, countless lives. And it, it proved, you know, the good of Western civilization. So uh, Western medicine, you know, uh, so to speak. And But it now they're trying to do that same thing, like COVID, you must be vaccinated and all this. But it's not the same. I, I don't believe that COVID's the same thing. It's like the common cold, and you'll never be able to vaccinate for it. And it's not that bad. It's just blown out of control, man. Blown way overboard for what it is. And it's been done on purpose. Well, now during the break, I showed I showed Malachi a video here, uh, and it's just uh, it's the song, uh, the clap from Infant Sorrow from Get Him to the Greek. So it really wouldn't have done us much good to play the audio on here because it's just a song, but it's a compilation of all the dancing TikTok nurse videos and uh, choreographed scenes from hospitals across the country and. Um, three minutes long uh i'm sure most people are now aware of the dancing tiktok compilations i mean they they're fairly popular and uh you know on one hand i've been told yeah it's just to boost morale but some of these people are pretty involved in like uh you know choreographing it it takes a little bit of time you got to put a little bit of effort in like uh, man i it just you're just all that good at dancing right away (laughs) well you know some of them look like some of them uh make it look like well this is just a fucking um company memo that came down the pipeline and they're Mm -hmm. only participating because they were told to you know you're being surrounded by that much death and you're gonna get told hey um so we're gonna make a tiktok video of y'all dancing if you could uh you know pretend to be joyful for just like five minutes and then go back to being on the front lines in this pharmacological war. Yes, the most death ever in the history of mankind. I feel bad for this fucking nurse, dude. I mean, oh, she's crying it's, through it's the whole horrible. Thing. Yeah, it, that's that. That was a that was a hard to listen to. You know, um, you know, it's not going to affect everybody. You know, I think if you want to get the, if you want to get it, get it. I'm still one of those, my body, my choice. But once you start forcing everybody and they're like, we can't force you to do it. We'll just lock you out of society, you know, not allow you to do anything. And if you're off the grid, then that's illegal too. So we'll arrest you. Uh, 
you know, that's a little unfair. Yeah, here's another side. Sorry. That's the goal of communism, man. The goal, the end goal of communism is basically to, you know, not make you believe what they, they're not trying to t- change your mind. They're just trying to get control of the world and then they will just kill you. you know? <laughs> we have no more, I, we have no use for you, comrade. That's right. <laughs> you either do as you're told the job that you are told to do. Follow the rules. Your food and your money. And if you don't like that job, well, guess what? Um, yeah, I got a science mag. Or I don't. I don't particularly want to go through the full thing, but it sounds like uh, it's a compound similar to glycol that's uh, causing the anaphylactic reactions in people. Um, you know, it's not the first time I've. Uh, there's been. I, I forget which. Uh, Atlas shared another article. Um, it seemed like it was quite a few. You know. I would say I would try I would argue like it's just, it's not the same numbers, but it's like the same percentile of people having the um, adverse reactions as compared to the COVID versus oh, here's 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 another one I meant to hit earlier. Um, <laughs> COVID is so rampant. It now has its icy grip on all seven all seven continents, including Antarctica. The coronavirus has reached Antarctica. Well, I'll tell you what, it wouldn't have reached Antarctica if they would have been wearing their masks like everybody told them to. God. 36 people stationed at the General Bernardo O'Higgins Relclam Antarctic base have tested positive for the virus. Permanent research. Which is the common fucking cold. I'm sorry. I just, this is the common cold. What? Cold in Antarctica? oh my god i can't believe everybody's got it everywhere it's like that's because it's always been everywhere well you just sound like a truth denier if you ask me yeah uh of those infected 26 are members of the chilean army and 10 are civilian maintenance personnel as authorities said uh contact tracing was underway and those who tested positive were in isolation (laughs) it's like Hey, so I know you're already in Antarctica where no one's allowed to go because there's secret like alien bases here and all that. Like we know you're kind of remote, but we're just going to have to ask that you isolate even further. Okay. If, hey, I, if you can do that for me, that'd be good. there was an X-Files episode about that, you know, like, <laughs> isolating in Antarctica. Yeah, man. Mm. Shit will start eating through you, man. You know, and then, there will be something hunting you. <laughs> that automatically takes me to the fucking thing, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Classic. Can't be the yeah. thing. Uh, no other countries are publicly reported positive cases on Antarctica, and there have been concentrated efforts to ensure the virus did not reach the remote continent. We got a call on the penguins. Did the governor of Antarctica shut down all the Antarctic restaurants? (laughs) You can only outdoor dine in Antarctica. (laughs) Science. 
um, impacts of the highly contagious virus spreading on the sparsely populated continent could be disastrous, the newspaper noted. No! Because researchers and other staff shelter in close proximity due to the harsh uh, harsh elements and have limited medical supplies. Uh, did this uh, uh, author write about how they handled illnesses before coronavirus? Well, the, the the first immediate place that I went to was like, oh, I wonder how many people they've tried to put on ventilators in Antarctica. Mm. I bet it was zero. Ugh. And they all survived. How many deaths from coronavirus in Antarctica? Well, you know, while we're, uh, while we're going internationally, Wall Street Journal, China Gel Citizen journal, Journalist for her accounts of the COVID-19 in Wuhan. Prosecute- well, she should have been doing journalism. Yeah, you should have fucking stayed bolted into your house stupid motherfucker <laughs> you don't go against the party yeah yeah we own You're you fucking jail prosecution underscores the lengths to which beijing is willing to defend its official narrative of the pandemic a uh, chinese court imposed a four-year prison term on a citizen journalist who documented how covid19 ravaged the city where the coronavirus is first detected in a case that underscores the lengths to which Beijing has defended its official narrative of the, excuse me, of the pandemic. A uh, 37-year-old journalist was convicted of picking quarrels and provoking trouble after a roughly two-and-a-half-hour trial at the Shanghai Pudong New Area People's Court on Monday, where prosecutors accused her of spreading falsehoods about the coronavirus pandemic through social media posts and interviews with overseas media, her lawyers say. Verdict came more than seven months after authorities detained Mrs. Zhang Zhang, uh, in the central Chinese city of Wuhan, the pandemic's original epicenter, where she posted more than 120 YouTube videos chronicling conditions in the city and detailed what she saw as missteps in the government's initial response. Uh, Detention dovetails with Chinese leader Xi Jinping's campaign to recast the coronavirus pandemic in China as a showcase of the Communist Party's good governance, featuring extensive propaganda and censorship efforts. Where have we heard that one before? Hmm. Extensive propaganda and censorship-ish efforts. Hmm. I feel like it's right there. Hmm. Um, God, this is like... Doesn't it doesn't it just irk the shit out of you when it's like something's like right there on the tip of your tongue? You know, it's just like, I know, I know I've seen this before. <laughs> I know this is a thing, but from where? Uh, anyways, uh, the extensive propaganda and censorship efforts aimed at mollifying public anger and suppressing criticism against missteps in the government's initial response. It's uh we're going to run out because I haven't subscribed to the wall street journal, but the case is known as the first prosecution of a citizen journalist who covered the pandemic in Wuhan. Uh, government officials punished whistleblowers, suppress information, uh, and prompt like some the Obama administration. <laughs> or, uh, Harris, made... Harris administration. <laughs> Where the fuck did I see that? Someone put together a playlist and it was Obama's top 40 songs. (laughs) This shit cracked me (laughs) so bad. We're getting a little distracted. Was there anything else 
we'll, we'll come back to the we'll come back to the playlist i'll make sure i didn't miss anything here uh at least three other citizen journalists in wuhan disappeared in february and though one of them briefly resurfaced in april their fate remains unclear rights activists say yeah fucking china disappearing people who would have thunk it yeah. This is so serious and so sad. You know, we we talked. I think we talked about this with Pat and um, Corey, um, Cody about uh, about the uh, about them rounding up the protesters in Hong Kong. You know, and man, they're getting politicians now. We we don't even know. We have no way of knowing the extent of. The disappearing that's going on in Hong Kong right now, and they're getting ready. As soon as Biden gets in there, they have no reason not to take Taiwan. You know, yeah, that that was um, a really good point you all brought up. Um, man, why wouldn't they do it? Yeah, I mean, fuck, WHO can't even recognize them as a country. You know that shit's coming. Oh, it's totally coming. And you know, they, I'm. This election was rigged. I I totally believe it. Um, because nothing like this has ever happened before. I've been watching elections closely my whole life, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, you know, China had you know the the connections are all there. I think our government's so corrupt to the core now. It is corrupt through the Republican and the Democrat Party. And I, think, I don't even know. Maybe even Trump. I'm starting to wonder. You know, I'm starting to wonder. Maybe they've maybe they've just got him. Like, all right, dude, we will kill you now. You're probably still gonna have to go to jail, but just pass this shit. Be done with it. You know. Well, uh, <laughs> before we go any further, I want you to pop over to Dank Deposit. You can check out that playlist I was talking about there. Um, I mean, I definitely I'm right there with you. It's it's been a singular party government uh, between the neocons and the neoliberals, which is not anything new that I've said before. Um, hmm. I, you know, I've I personally have gone back and forth over the past four years. You know, I definitely I find the media's and Hollywood's and just the general woke community's response to Trump kind of repulsive. Um. But, you know, does that exonerate him? I don't really know. I mean, there's the things that I know that he's done that I that I really dig, like, uh, you know, peace in the Middle East. And I think if someone's going to get fucking, uh, what was it, three or four Nobel Peace nominations, that shit makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, as far as this omnibus bill is concerned, like, it's real, realistically nothing new. You know, this is the sort of shit that they've always been fucking getting right. away with. And now it's like, oh, OK, well, uh, you're going <laughs> to we're going to basically pay you back your tax income and you guys are going to be golden. Um, you know, they say Palestinian gender studies. I like what it was either Sir Bemrose or uh, called acid on the grumpy old Ben's show today. We're talking. Yeah, that's just black budget money for the CIA. So. Right, I'd imagine, I'd imagine a whole fuck ton of that budget is for uh, <laughs> quote unquote clandestine operations. Yeah, you're getting however seventy million or whatever the number may be. A lot. Let's just say seventy million dollars for study. <laughs> okay, 
And by the time those grants get funneled down, there's like thirty to eighty thousand dollars probably between a couple of people that are doing a little bit of work. Where where did the rest other sixty nine million nine hundred ninety nine or you know whatever you do the math? Yeah, so you know this. 6,000 page document. The one thing that's really striking out to me just because it's, I'd say it's, it more affects what we're trying to produce here on the show um, is the COVID-19 stimulus bill would make illegal streaming a felony. And Congress looks to provide relief to U S citizens and small businesses, but the omnibus bill includes some legislative priorities for the entertainment industry as well. Providing relief direct uh, via direct assistance and loans to struggling individuals hit hard by COVID-19 has been a priority, but a, a gigantic spending bill has also become the opportunity to smuggle in some other line items, including those of special interest to the entertainment. And it's not just the entertainment community. Like, oh, it's everywhere. They've been doing this for fucking 50 years, man. Yeah. You're never going to pass this one uh, law by yourself that says that like, Everybody must wear a mask and stay at home and not see their family. Oh, <laughs> or something. Speaking I don't know. Is that in there? It probably. Speaking of masks, real quick, uh, I'm sure you saw the number of uh, how many how many masks they suspect are in the ocean right now. Uh, it's over. What? 110 million. It's over nine thousand. It oh is nine thousand. No, uh, it's a little more than that. Um, I believe it was one. Point five billion. Oh, billion. billion. My bad. With a B. I was just a little bit off. You know, someone told me, no. no, 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 there's there's no mask on the ground anywhere. And I was like, okay. And I personally have almost a collection of a hundred pictures of masks. And some people are like, oh, you should buy my homemade mask, my homemade face diapers. But, I, you know, I've seen plenty of fucking. Fuck you. I will never buy a mask from you. Yeah, uh, but so and like I've seen plenty of fucking homemade cloth masks on the ground too, so you can lose those just as easily. But if anybody ever wants to see my, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call the gallery. Look at all these stupid fucks not wearing a mask. <laughs> From the mask on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This so. could be on someone's face right now. Or this should be on someone's face right now. Dude, there's a video. Oh, my God. I wish I had found that so I could show you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. So this woman's walking her dog, and she's not wearing a mask. Have you seen this? Yes. So this woman's walking her dog. Her dog uh, does a little doggy business on the side of the street. And the person, thankfully, does the right thing and goes to pick up the doggy's business and throws it away. However, after this person walking their dog, picks up their doggy business and throws it away, they don't toss the business with the piece of paper that they're holding in their hand. It turns out that this little piece of paper that they were holding could have been a tissue, could have been a little plastic bag for all you know. It's none of those things. Well, maybe it's a piece of fabric. It's a piece of fabric with two straps on it, and they take the ma- they they take it and they put it back on their face because you know they call that a strap on. <laughs> Not any that I ain't never seen before. 
so this person, uh, I, I kind of, um, I don't know. I, I, I admire the ingenuity because, you know, you're, you're taking a wasteful product and you're getting twofold the usage out of it. Um, it's a little gross. And no, 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 no. I'm going to correct you on that. Uh, fact check. Fact check false. Fact check false. That's incredibly disgusting. <laughs> like, you know, almost just what like. What it's just on the outside somebody of Somebody just slap you. Just open, just, just not, not really hard, just enough to leave a little handprint on the side of your face. You know, just a pow. <laughs> That's it. And not even say anything to them. Just, 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 just not vicious. Are just you calling stop. for violence? No, I'm calling for just somebody to slap some sense into that motherfucker. God, <laughs> that's not violence. Woo. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Words are worse than that. And <laughs> man. So anyways, well, uh, <laughs> sorry for getting a little distracted. I just, I thought that was incredibly important that we uh, touch on that real quick. But uh, uh, looking back to this illegal, uh, uh, the, the felony for streaming, it's been less than two weeks since Senator Tom Tillis released his proposal to increase the penalties for those who would dare stream unlicensed Tom. works. Huh? Thanks, Tom. Where is Tom Tillis out of? I, I don't remember. He's out of North Carolina. Oh. Wow. Mm -hmm. He beat Cal Cunningham because Cal Cunningham could keep his dick in his pants. Just like Chuck Schubert said. And that's true. Mm. Tom Tillis is not, I'm not a big fan of him. He, you know, he was the, you against everything Trump until he realized he could use it for his benefit. You know, oh, so a grifter type. He's a, he's a Mitt Romney. He's no, he's no different than fucking Bill Burr or, um, Bill Burr, Bill Barr, uh, Richard, uh, Richard Burr. Isn't that his name? The other senator from North Carolina? Yeah, Richard oh, Burr. Gotcha. He's a fucking piece of shit. Well, fuck, <laughs> fuck him. We've got two shit ass Republican senators in North Carolina. They both suck. So, uh, if anyways, this bill, uh, if passed, illegal streaming of works, including movies and music tracks, could carry a penalty of up to 10 years in jail. That's not the only change to copyright, copyright law, either. The spending bill would also, uh, also appears to adopt a long-discussed plan to create a small claims education system within the U.S. Copyright Office. Advocates have long sought to give copyright owners some recourse to infringement outside of the expensive federal court system. The so-called Case Act has engendered some pushback from those weary of throwing certain disputes to unaccountable bureaucrats working for an agency suspected of favoring industry. Uh, some critics believe the dispute system to be unconstitutional, though by making the system opt-in and non-compulsory, advocates uh, hope that it will survive any legal challenge and also ultimately lead to swifter resolution over takedown notices for copyright material posted online. Uh, so yeah, you know, <laughs> careful what you stream, I guess. Fuck. Be a felon. Do a little mind crime. Get 10 years. Hey, I mean, by that point, fucking COVID-19 will finally be over. So, you know, they're, they're putting this shit in here. This is intentional, deliberate, because what's happening is there is Alternate social media sites are starting to become more and more successful. 
you know, yeah. like Parlor, Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's been the whole thing all along. Well, if you don't like it, start your own shit, you know? And then, uh, so they do. And now it's like, oh, fuck. Now, how do we, you know, they're not censoring their speech. How do we do it? Oh, we have to go through the government to pass laws to shut down our competition. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to pass hate speech laws next. Uh, after they rig the, uh, after the two Democrat senators win in Georgia, which they will, everybody knows it, even if more people vote for the Republican. Um, and they will use the hate speech laws to crush Parler, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, etc. Yeah. They can't crush us because we got nothing. <laughs> we, we ain't got nothing for you fuckers to take away. Let's put you in jail and shoot you in the head. Oh, okay. uh, I heard a pretty good um, take on it. I forget who it was from. Maybe it was from uh, Bowl After Bowl, but they were theorizing, you know, what would it do to someone like Tim Poole? who reads articles or, you know, uh, a show like no agenda that plays clips from stuff, you know, there are these works, you know, are these news articles copywritten? I would imagine. So, you know, is that streaming content? Like, yeah, kind of. So who knows? Who fucking knows? Shut it down. They will use it only on what against one side. The other side will be able to use it whatever they want, whenever they want ad nauseum. And, uh, yeah, maybe will be used to, for, as a weapon. I mean, everybody knows this. Yep. Weaponized information. It's called fascism. <laughs> using the government, the government using business actually to control everything. Give the illusion of some sort of capital, not even capitalism, capital, you know? Yeah, I got, I actually got two articles, but uh, they're probably both the same, but I'll, I'll have them both on the show notes if anybody wants to check them out. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, and speaking of fascism, you still got your Facebook account? Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Do you still got your feedback account? Did you get banned yet? I do. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. It was because it was copied from yours. And I think there's an algorithm or something, you know? So I need to, I will post that. Yeah. Do it clean. I can send you, I can send you the, uh, cropped version that I started with. Um, did so I... they play live stuff from you. I mean, I've never done live or anything. It's, you know, broadcast on fucking feedback, which I got no use. I mean, that's I'm pretty sure other than the quick little response I gave on my birthday, I think that's well within the last year and a half that I've really interacted on it. Um, Yeah. Um, Have you heard about Instagram's new terms of service? Yeah, we went through it. Remember? It was like, you know, they can all accounts related to your computers. Actually, I got I got uh, I got a post removed last night so that 
the infant sorrow the clap video that we watched i posted on instagram and it got taken down because it had copywritten material in it you know it's like well i can't really it wouldn't do me much good to post the video without audio because without the audio like my skin doesn't fucking crawl it's like <laughs> your best part how does the quote go you best start believing in dystopian nightmares because you're living in one Dude, we are <laughs> it's insane we are not free all oh the freedom is gone oh my god like i totally love big brother too that's so <laughs> crazy it's you know people like when we need to wear a mask harder now tighter. Not doing good enough. <laughs> pull it tighter <laughs> you're still breathing Everything is gone, man. They are systematically destroying private ownership. And, you know, it's just a matter of time before every industry is taken out, you know? Yeah, well, you know, what you going to do? But um, it's like the communists said, you know? And uh, I believe, let me, let me dig into my book again here that i'm reading uh i dare call it treason and um uh one second I'm well sure. while you're while you're looking that one up i can uh i'll find something myself to read and you want it's like so george bernard shaw sorry i'm I'm on it right now Let's do I'm it. Gonna just real quick sorry um he wrote around 1908 or so in um, his Intelligent Woman's Guide to Socialism, he explained what life would be like once the new order was established. Thanks, George. And he, I quote, I also made it clear that socialism means equality of income or nothing, and that under socialism, you would not be allowed to be poor. You would be forcefully fed, clothed, lodged, taught, and employed, whether you liked it or not. If it were discovered that you had not the character and industry enough to be worth all of this trouble, you might possibly be executed in a kindly manner. But whilst you were permitted to live, you would have to live well. But whilst you were permitted to live, you would have to live well. Hey, just be glad enough that we're letting you fucking live, okay? George Bernard Bernard Shaw, the I guess founder of the uh, what were they? The Faustus? <laughs> I'd say Faustus. Yeah. Uh, what what are they? I'm sorry. Anyway, no, no, I'm it not. sounds like a fascinating read. I'm gonna do a little digging into it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think part of 2021 should involve less uh, bullshit from the internet and more shit like what you got in your hands right there. I, I think that's a, a book. Yeah. Oh, that's what those things were called. <laughs> Silly me. It's an old one. It's from 1964. It smells funny. Oh, I love it. I love funny smelling <laughs> books. And I had to tape it. Like, you know, it fell apart. I had to tape it off the cover. Yeah. Um. 
So, you, you know, like a part of fucking 1984 and communism, like you control the language, you can control the people and, you know, controlling the definitions shapes the fucking reality that people live in. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, did you see the, the WH ho WH hose deletes, uh, naturally acquired immunity from its website. It's the American Mm -hmm. Institute for economic research. And this is, this is talking about herd immunity. Um, but I want to summarize this particular article with a post that it's been going around herd immunity before 2020 also called herd effect, community immunity, population immunity, or social immunity is a form of indirect protection from infectious diseases that occurs when a sufficient percentage of a population has become immune to an infection during a sufficient or minimum time, which means that a number of immunized individuals are needed for a given time to achieve the goal of collective immunity, whether through vaccination or previous infections, thereby reducing the likelihood of infection for individuals who lack immunity. Immune individuals are unlikely to contribute to disease transmission, disrupting chains of infection, which stops or slows the spread of the disease. The greater the proportion of immune individuals in the community during a certain time, the smaller the probability that non-immune individuals will come into contact with an infectious individual. Herd immunity after 2020. Herd immunity, also known as population immunity, is a concept used for vaccination in which a population can be protected from a certain virus if a threshold of vaccination is reached. Herd immunity, and that's that's uh, anywhere from 60 to 65 to 70 to 75 to 80 to 85 to 90 to 95 percent. It, it kind of varies. <laughs> it's it's. it's it's uh, 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 super scientific. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, science. <laughs> Herd immunity is achieved by protecting people from a virus, not by exposing them to it. Vaccines train our immune systems. Wait, say that again. Herd immunity is achieved by protecting people from a virus, not by exposing them to it. Well, I thought it was the exposure of the virus that got so many people the antibodies. Stop, 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 stop. You just got to expose yourself to vaccines, bruh. 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 Trust the science, dude. vaccines train our immune systems to create proteins that fight disease known as antibodies just as would happen when we are exposed to a disease but crucially vaccines work uh without making us sick unless you're tiffany dover or perhaps this other nurse from tennessee what a million indian people Oh yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's not really polio. It's just Gates polio. So you know, it's okay. Gardasil. Yeah, you know. Again, like they they got the commercials on TV for it. Like enough. There's been enough uh, community payback for it. I guess you know. But one death, just one one less chair at Christmas, is too much COVID death. Trump. 
See, okay, here's something that's wrong. Vaccinated people are protected from getting the disease in question and passing it on, breaking any trans of, uh, chains of transmission. That is, that is fact check false. Because how many times have we fucking, you know, came across an article or uh, uh, I, I hear it a lot on No Agenda, at least. People saying, well, you know, you can still pass on the virus after you get your vaccine. So that's why we're going to have to socially distance a lockdown and wear the mask for the next 10 years. Well, that's the whole point of this new quote unquote vaccine, which is what is it? The, the gene mRNA one, right? M mRNA. Yes, that's right. And um, which developed in two days. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> I've had, God created um, the heavens and the earth in one day. I was gonna say I've had load ins last that long. <laughs> yep, science. Um, <laughs> I like that. I think. Uh, I think he's he's around to stay, you know. It's our, he'll be our main science uh, coordinator, you know, uh, not coordinator, news correspondents. Uh, <coughs> it'll be good. Well, I think we got something there. I would like to hear him ask Roy Cooper a question on science. <laughs> you do it better. <laughs> Lots of practice. That's all I can say. <laughs> um so yeah the this uh the american institute research or for economic research article is pretty good um it's worth i i would check it out uh god you know i just I, I feel like this is one of those episodes that we've dedicated mostly to covid and i i on one hand i do think it's important to laud the fuck out of all the crazy shit that uh, gets thrown at us and we're expected to swallow with our throats wide open um but at some point we're just gonna have to um you know stop giving it that intentional energy i feel like at some point maybe maybe i'm wrong like you know let's let's fucking go hard in the paint for the next decade i, I that kind of gets me excited too you know um but something I do appreciate about COVID is when uh, when it bleeds into other conspiracies. Jeffrey Epstein's former cellmate is dead with no further explanation. And five months after being released from jail for contact contracting COVID-19, cellmate is dead. <laughs> Surely coincidental. He died from two strains of COVID-19 to the back of the head. Surely coincidental. And, and it's, it's also coincidental that um, I was trying to find it in there, but that um, George H. W. Bush's heart doctor, oh yeah, died. he's dead. I've heard that one. That guy uh, was victim to a heart attack gun, which was a CIA a heart project. attack gun. That's right. Yes, yeah. he was. He was murdered as he was uh, doing a jog or something. Right? If I if I remember yes, correctly, murdered by a COVID bullet, <laughs> and, and that was interesting. You know, yeah, maybe he was told something. Can't be too too safe. Well, I know where you want to go with this on uh, the bushes when they got the envelope. I, I have I have a confession to make, uh, and this is more specifically to our listeners. Um, apparently, 
I have failed Malachi mm-hmm. because I, uh, I guess, never turned him on to the handful of letters that were being passed around uh, at George Senior Satan's himself's funeral. Somehow I missed it. Missed to, it. To which Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Bill Gates, or Bill, <laughs> Bill Gates, uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, sorry, Bill Woodchipper uh, Clinton and uh, Hillary Clinton. He's Mrs. Clinton. Hillary's Mr. Clinton. Cool. Uh, Dr. Jill Biden and uh, Corn Pop. Um, but not, not um, Jimmy. Not, not Jimmy Carter. I, you know, I, it just makes They're me like, feel like boy, you're getting hard, serving hard labor in your nineties. You got to keep building these houses for fucking up. Let nah. Reagan. <laughs> well, I mean, that's could be true. Could be true. I just, you know, I, I got my feelings about Jimmy Carter, which we've talked about before. Um, yeah. Pence received one. You know, don't forget that. And look at Pence. All of a sudden, it looks like on G- January 6th. What? There's something happening on January 6th. I can't remember. What is it? Look, oh, yeah. Mike Pence is. Not going to be in Washington. He's leaving the country, right? I think so. Who knows, dude? I mean, this shit's (laughs) writing itself at this point. (laughs) And it's just like, okie dokie. All right. So nothing's going to happen. There there is not going to be any pushback. There's not going to be any executive order. There's not going to be nobody's going to get even question anybody at the, uh, in Atlanta that scanned told everybody to leave and scanned all the shit. It's all on fucking video. They're just not even going to question them. They're going to get away with it. Scott, fucking free. And everybody that will always be looked at it as a conspiracy theorist. Feels good to be part of the club now, doesn't it? Man, I've been part of the club since nine eleven, man. <laughs> It yeah. took me 2003 when it, you know, the challenge, I think, really, you know, it's a couple years after. Because you, I couldn't believe that the government was that fucked. Wow. Oh, here, they, but, here they are fucking proving it again, you know. Yeah. Like I say, you know, I wouldn't want to see this, you know, being perpetrated by the fucking Republicans either. You know, either way, either way. They are proving that they're in on, but the whole thing is like, I, up until this point, I thought Trump was like this outsider, man, you know, like that was going to get some something done. And um, now I almost think he's an insider. Well, yeah. this like meant to do. It's, it's almost extremely weird. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Real, realistically, is- the only way, and this is what I would say to, um, you know, a Democrat or, or leftist, you know, if they're that far, if they're, they're they're that far left. But you know, you can you can hate the opposition all you want, but what what you got to realize is they're not the ones that are going to dick you over. It's the ones that you are perpetrating as the saviors. And by that extension, I feel like the ones that you that you trust the most, you should hold to the highest standard of making sure that they stay on on point to you know what 
you hold the dearest i i feel like and I, and that that's a, that to me is a is a pretty universal statement i mean that that's that's a nonpartisan like yeah, you know, you can call out the opposition all you want, but you know, if if it's your if it's your boy or your girl in the office, you know, like the ones that you trust the most can be the ones that can do the most damage, I feel like. So, you know, I I don't I don't know realistically. I mean, it would certainly fit in with the narrative. But then again, you know, I, I, I hear something else from another corner of the internet and, um, you know, it's just like, which, which fucking, which universe is going to win out? I feel like is the only way to phrase it. I just, the vitriol and hate for Trump has been so real for so many years now that it's, um, damn it. Can we take a quick break? I'm so sorry. It's just a uh, shit from my house. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, yep. we'll, we'll take a break. Come right back. We were talking about the Trump vitriol and everything. It, you people won't know what's going on. Maybe you could edit that out or something. I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. It'll be great. Uh, we'll come back and uh, yeah. So what were we talking about before we left again? Um, talking about Trump and the election and whether or not you know he's on our side or not. Which is weird, man. You see where I'm coming from, though. I do. I, I really, I, I really do. You know, it's. Um, I was kind of surprised that uh, he did sign the bill. I mean, I'm, I'm totally of the mindset that uh, you know, it's. Yeah, it might be okay for maybe us. And, an envelope. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe it will help out some people in a very small capacity, but. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, someone's paying for it. Like you can only print up so much fucking money before the shit just collapses, you know, but you know, as long as, uh, <laughs> as long as it's Biden, everybody will be fucking, sorry. As long as it's Harris, everybody will be fucking cheering on the collapse. So yeah, it'll be good. It'll be a good time for all. Um, you know, yeah, I, well, I mean, they don't have to answer to anything. They'll just be like, so, uh, President Harris, you know, how does it feel to be, like, the most amazing black woman president ever in the world? It feels amazing. It feels, it feels pretty like, good. I am so lucky to be sitting in front of you right now. I am able, able to hear you talk. I always dreamed about this since I was a little girl. I remember when I was in journalism school and I was like, I love Barack Obama so much. I want to suck Michelle Obama's dick. You know, like, <laughs> now I'm here. I made it. <laughs> you make it with me. Make me your bitch. Something like that. Uh, Am I too far up? No, I think not. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you know what we need a little bit of uh, there, Malachi? You know what we need some? What? What kind of garbage is that? Oops, my anarchy symbol. <laughs> Oops, my anarchy symbol. 
get enough of this one. <laughs> what kind of garbage is that? Oops, my anarchy symbol. <laughs> oh, what happens? <laughs> well, you know, as long as we have a good time in the next coming couple uh, coming years, yeah, it's about all we can do, I guess. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, I think a good time to have been deemed unsafe. Well, you know, there sure. there is that. There is that. I mean, you know, they're they're telling you not to spend time with your family at Christmas. And by they, I'm assuming that you mean um, <laughs> half of the collective society, along with Hollywood and the major pharma, uh, pharmaceutical industrial complex. Uh, you know, these fucking authoritarian dickheads in, in power. Uh, oh, you know, I fucked up. I had a little bit of a it was a clip. I couldn't find it on the no agenda show notes, which was kind of weird for the last episode but um i meant to play this a little earlier but i hope you enjoy this one there are some folks out there who say we will never really have a foolproof vaccine is that true and what does that mean doctor not every vaccine is a hundred percent but if it's 90 percent if it's 95 percent if it's 99 percent that's good enough okay to induce what we call herd mentality <laughs> So um, I noticed that um, 72% of statistics are always made up on the spot. Yeah, well, that's just your herd mentality speaking there, bud. <laughs> She's a scientist. <laughs> yeah, science. <laughs> Let me show you my science. Oh, I got to write. I, I got to write in science right now. <laughs> scientific. scientific. Oh, so Hit <laughs> me with those beakers, Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> tell me how. Tell me how stupid I am, those grass <laughs> Oh, I love it. Yes. Yes. You made me feel so dumb. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to make me dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of... What? Man. But it's worth it. Uh, speaking of making me dumb, um, Facebook is reportedly building a tool called TLDR that will read and summarize news articles for you, as if the headline wasn't enough. <laughs> uh, Facebook told employees at a company-wide meeting that it's working on a tool that will read articles and automatically generate summaries for uh, of them for users, BuzzFeed reported. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> Gee. I'm too dumb to read my own article. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you make it uh, easy. <laughs> could you imagine, man, could you imagine a time on the internet before the TLDR button existed? Whoa, that's like, that's really crazy to think about. Like, uh, you know, people people had to read stuff back in the past. Like, that's a turtle button, so it make you a turtle. 
think slow as a turtle. God. <laughs> well, that's not too uh, not too far off. The AI assistant tool is called TLDR. <laughs> in qu- in parentheses, too long. Didn't read. It will be audio enabled, so it can read its bulleted uh, bullet pointed summaries out loud. <laughs> Facebook users will supposedly also be able to ask the tool questions about the news and have it reply. Buzzfeed reported Um, feedback. Is this a baseless, uh, baseless claim? (laughs) Yes, David. (laughs) Yes. Baseless. (laughs) Are all Republicans racist? Yes. Yes, David. Uh, feedback could you could you find me maybe like a um like a counter argument i'm sorry david i can't do that (laughs) what is it tldr i want to you know build boats for a living no david you want to be a farmer (laughs) no david (laughs) david you will eat the bugs You will enjoy your 3D printed meat. <laughs> You'll own nothing and be happy. <laughs> Feedback. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Zuckerberg loves you. So, uh, you know, that's going to be Get great. Going for us. <sighs> Woohoo! Um, <laughs> God. And while Facebook is reading our articles off to us, uh, <laughs> this is another one that my dad sent uh, to for me. your own safety, by the way. Yeah, God. this is uh for your own good. Okay, so just you know, sit down, shut up, and enjoy it. You know, live life, love, big brother. Did you? <laughs> Oh, I can't remember if I told you guys. I was like, uh, or maybe I put it in an Instagram post. Um, did I tell you I got banned? Uh, uh, no, I did. I did uh, not banned, but I get that post deleted. Um, there was another one. I was like, uh, I need a new name for Big Brother. I think I'm going to change it to Big Brother is now Lumen Bruh. <laughs> Lumen Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Lumen Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Lumen Bruh. Uh, I think you're awesome. Well, you know, uh now uh uh Lumen Bruh is looming from the heavens, a new satellite can peer inside buildings day or night. You could run, but you cannot hide. <laughs> it's not just a funny statement anymore. <laughs> Technocrat engineers have invented new ways to capture super high resolution images from space even to the extent of seeing straight into buildings. Further, there are more resolution refinements to come. And that's from Tenocracy News and Trends editor Patrick Wood. Uh, A few months ago, a company called Capella Space launched a satellite capable of taking clear radar images of anywhere in the world with incredible resolution, even through walls of some buildings. That sounds kind of pervy, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Like, how many... How many photo like on endless photos do you think the satellite could capture people just doing it? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, 
It's the spank bank from space. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) don't look so sad. (laughs) I know I'm throwing a lot at you at this episode. I'm really sorry. It's It's okay. No, it's good. It's not fair to just, uh, you know, ramp it up so hard. You know, I'm just realistically, I'm just, uh, you have to, it is ramped up. If you're not ramping it up, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, let's see. And uh, unlike most of the huge array of surveillance and observational satellites orbiting the Earth, it is satellite Capella 2 uh, that can snap a clear picture during day or night, rain or shine. It turns out half the world is in nighttime. <laughs> okay, shit it. And half of the world, on average. Not if it's flat. Whoa. Well, no, because the in the flat Earth model, the the sun kind of uh, just goes in the circular arc above the planet, and it's like the sun and moon chase each other. So the sun doesn't, you know, the sun doesn't hit the entire flat Earth plane. It it, it travels around. And okay. all thank, thank you for clarifying that for me. Yeah. Um, Fucking educate yourself, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Um. Wow. So uh, it turns out that half of the world is in nighttime and half of the world on average is cloudy. Uh, The CEO, who's a former system engineer at NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which uh, this would be a fun rabbit hole to go down sometime to JPI uh, uh, was founded by an actual Satanist who practiced real Satanist fucking magic in California with the likes of L. Ron Hubbard studying under Aleister Crowley, Jack Parsons, everybody. You ever, are you familiar with him? No. Oh, dude, some crazy fucking shit. But uh, that we'll save that one for the future. Um, so yeah, you know, the, the quote goes on further when you combine those two together, about 75% of the earth at any given time is going to be cloudy nighttime, or it's going to be both. It's invisible to you. And that portion is moving around. Uh, Capella launched a platform allowing governmental or private customers to request images of anything in the world, a capability that will only get more powerful with the deployment of six additional satellites next year. Is that creepy from a privacy point of view? Sure. Uh, but the CEO says that the, it also plugs numerous holes. I can think of a couple of holes that get plugged reading this in mm-hmm. the ways scientists and scientists and government agencies are currently able to monitor the planet. Uh, there's a bunch of gaps in how we're currently observing the earth. The majority of the sensors we do use to observe the earth are optical imaging sensors. He says, if it's cloudy, you're going to see clouds, not what's happening under the cloud. (laughs) God, don't want the fucking blanket of clouds covering up all the good shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, uh, Capella can peer right through cloud cover and see just as well in the daylight as in total darkness. That's because instead of optical imaging, it uses a synthetic, synthetic aperture radar or SAR. Uh, works similar to how dolphins and bats navigate using echolocation. Satellite beams down a powerful, uh, gigahertz radio signal towards its target, then collects and interprets the signal as it bounces back up into orbit. And uh, because the satellite is sending down its own signal rather than passively capturing light, sometimes those signals can even penetrate right through a building's wall peering in at the inter- interior like Superman's x-ray vision, which he and then, never... And then, and then they send it to China, and then China sends money to Hunter Biden. 
And then we're good. <laughs> oh boy. Uh man. Uh each pixel in one of the satellite's images represents a 50 centimeter by 50 centimeter square while other SAR satellites on the market can only get around 5 meters. Wow, that's teeny. Um hmm. Yeah, right. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> i mean like and people are always like well i got nothing to hide it's like nope i'm sure you don't want to you know alert people to how many um uh, quirky quote unquote quirky habits you have or your uh you know maybe your browsing history or like where you go because everything's just getting tracked constantly it's people want it you know that's so the way you feel about the the results of the uh recent election and, and whether or not you know trump is actually on anyone's sides i feel those same sentiments that most everybody that i know it's it's it, they're there's nothing you can do to wake them up to you know stir them to a point of like hey you know just crack your eyes a little bit and really think about this shit but you know they're just gonna like pat said they're gonna love their big brother they're going to cherish yeah, it. It's, it's absurd that the majority of the population is either completely apathetic and ignorant to what's going on and just will do what they say. They'd be run like lambs to the slaughter. And the other half, or, or not half, but another, another significant portion are ones that are will believe anything and um and jump in you know with the, in that enthusiasm and uh but which I, is basically I'm putting into like the uh, two sections the antifa the black lives matter and even maybe like the proud boys in a lot of ways you know just a kind of a you're just you're just enthusiastic, but you have no knowledge at all about anything that's going on. But, and that leads to kind of a fanaticism, you know? Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, you need to have knowledge of, of stuff, of, of, of like systems of government, you know, what, where, where did communism come from? Where, what is capitalism? Uh, history, history, study history. <laughs> It's usually a good good thing, you know. It's easier to look back on history than it is to guess in the future. <laughs> well, the, you know, there's that uh, pretty famous quote from that uh, fairly popular book. Uh, he who controls the past controls the present. He who controls the present controls the future. So that's... I feel that. I really do. Um, and uh, because of that, I would like to... I would like to take the show and end on a more positive, upbeat note. Absolutely. So, so how about we end with some Satan? Satan. <laughs> What's the? Uh, oh God, you're. We'll have to. You have to send me Satan. That. Satan. Satan. That's, that's the one I was looking for. <laughs> Daddy. Yes, son. What does regret mean? Well, son. It's funnier to regret something you have done 
than it is to regret something you haven't done. And by the way, if you see your mom this weekend, be sure and tell her, Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> I don't Everybody. After, after, uh, after we were done here, send me that. I'm going to clip the fuck out of that. <laughs> Satan, Satan. So, uh, Mike has already seen this, I believe, but um, we'll go ahead and play it because it's only a minute and 28 seconds long. I had seen this on the tubes, watching some, you know, whatever the fuck it was that we were watching on YouTube. And this little ditty of a commercial popped up and it's just too good not to pass up. It's a uh, Match.com commercial. 11 months ago, it starts out in hell with Satan on the throne. He is despondent. And he gets a notification on his phone that he is a match with a killer bee. Sorry, it's not a killer bee. It's a lady. Satan? Hi. Two zero. Two zero. Please. Call me 2020. We're walking through a park and eating uh, chili peppers together in an empty stadium. Equipment temporarily closed at a gym. (laughs) At a at a theater, the only two fucking hanging out closed. Still in paper, uh, paper, uh, toilet paper from department stores. Satan, uh, into the church, <laughs> standing in front of a burning dumpster. I just don't want this year to end. And fireballs come flying out of the sky. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And I mean, damn, that's a match made in hell. <laughs> but wait, there's more. If you thought that was our only <laughs> bit of Satan information tonight, straight from Jezebel.com, turns out baby blood might be the actual fountain of youth. <laughs> you never know until you try, you know. God. We were talking about the aspects. I hate everything. (laughs) Because over the summer, there was a, I forget which celebrities, but they were sharing these, uh, these uh, links to companies that were like, yeah, we got this super rejuvenative uh, salve or something that's made straight from, uh, you know, fucking, (laughs) I I don't want to say infant blood, but it was pretty close to infant blood. But uh, <clears throat> this article is pretty good. You know, I find I find something like this incredibly validating because Jezebel.com. I mean, I don't want to assume anything of them, um, but you should never assume anything about anyone. Yeah. Any, well, because that just makes a butthole out of everybody. Wait a second. Okay, I'm now. I'm curious because I'm I'm see. I see Jezebel, a supposedly feminist website, but I also see the onion listed up here at the top. Do you, do you see that? Do you think that is mm-hmm. maybe, maybe someone, someone can reach out and email us and, and let me know. 
is the Jezebel a joke website? Is it a satire? Is there an about? I don't know. Let's ask the Google machines. Is Jezebel a Jezebel. satire website? We're we're fact checking ourselves on the uh, on the on the go. It's a blog geared towards women under the tagline "Celebrity Sex Fashion for Women Without Airbrushing." It was launched by in 2007 by Gawker Media and later acquired acquired by G slash O Media. So stemmed from the desire to better serve Gawker.com's female readers who made up 70% of the site's readership at the time. The Jezebel Manifesto states that the site will attempt to take all the uh, essentially meaningless but sweet stuff directed our way and give it a little more meaning while taking more of the serious stuff and making it more fun or more personal, personal or at the very least the subject of our highly sophisticated brand of sex joke. Basically, we wanted to make the sort of women's magazine we want, uh, we'd want to read. So that tells me that um, this article has got a little bit of uh, validation to it, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Great news, Wicked Queens of America. <laughs> Your shit just got hella validated. New research out of Stanford University indicates that the brains of older mice can be rejuvenated by commingling their blood supply with the blood of young mice. Well, kapow! Do I think that giving young blood could have an effect on a human? I'm thinking more and more than it might, said researcher Saul Videla. I did not for sure three years ago. God. <laughs> <laughs> too bad nobody cares what you think three years ago Saul Videla. now where can I get a hold of some of this magic mouse blood so I can inject it directly into my brains and it's brains b-r-a-i-n-z exclamation question mark exclamation question mark I mean duh it doesn't work like that in parentheses all caps yet so we don't have to worry in parentheses, all caps yet about our children's being abducted, about our children being abducted and processed at the Heidi Montag's countless Bathory, Countess Bathory's baby drainage ranch. All caps yet. <laughs> Where's my uh, uh, what's the fucking what's the the creepy fucks from uh, uh, Dark Crystals? The Skeekies. I, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I'm gonna butcher it. Something like that. Pop culture reference. High five. <laughs> says, says high five right there. Um, here's the actual scoop. This doctor took blood plasma, the fluid portion that kind of looks like pee of blood. We learned that one earlier from the vaccine gut. God, I love the way this shit just like fucking ties itself together. Uh, the fluid portion of blood that is not cells from two month old mice and injected small amounts around 5% of the total amount of blood in a mouse by volume into 18 month old animals eight times over the course of a month. God, that's uh, that's a lot of injections. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's two a week. That's more than a COVID vaccine. I know <laughs> this shit's <laughs> this shit's hella legit. The, not the article's words, my words. 
when he put the animals into a water maze, a test where they had to remember the location of a hidden platform, he found that older mice did almost as well as mice of four to six months uh, old. Untreated older mice would make many errors and swim down blind alleys in their attempts to find the hidden platform, whereas the mice that had received plasma from young mice located the platform first time, in most cases. Despite my knee-jerk resistance to this kind of uh, flowers for Algernon shit, in parentheses, sixth grade me knows such scientific hubris can all caps only end in sobbing. God. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, Videla Veleda says that the rejuvenating effects most likely stem from reintroducing certain chemicals that decline in blood as the mice age. Uh, quote, all of a sudden you have all of these plus, uh, you have all of these plasticity and learning and memory related genes that are coming back. If Valeda's research actually holds true under scrutiny and it will be all caps, mad bonkers, <laughs> mad bonkers, bruh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I gotta bruh. do, I gotta do this right. Mad bonkers, bruh, says the other scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that was good. That was I, I good. Know. I I might have uh, I might have had a little uh, Everclear to drink uh, during the last break, so I'm a little more um, loosened up this this half a show. Ever Everclear? Yeah, you know. Yeah, you just. You, you... I am, am a total fucking boss. Uh, yes. Can't afford can't afford some bourbon or whiskey. <laughs> I just like my shit flammable, man. <laughs> and there's where I would play. How how do you build an immunity to fire if you don't expose yourself to fire? That's right. Ninety <laughs> body should be burnt, and then you're good to go. Um, this goes on oh, even. If, sorry. Uh, uh, quote: Even if the finding leads only to a drug that prevents rather than reverses the normal effects of aging on the brain, the impact upon future generations will be substantial potentially outweighing other wonder drugs such as penicillin <laughs> i want it give it to me i want it i'm i'm only 30 i have to ask my boyfriend what our address is like twice a day i don't know i i don't know that i'm in favor of people actually living longer come on anything over 100 is just showing off but if we can help our brains work better until the very end fantastic the impact that simple lucidity could have on quality of life in our elder years, in parentheses for patients and their families, is staggering. As long as the price isn't, uh, sorry, as long as the price, all caps, isn't Heidi Montag's Counts as Bathory's Baby Drainage Ranches, I cannot stress this enough. Not to get all uh, ANTH201 dystopian visions on you guys anthropology not to get all anthropology 201 dystopian visions on you guys but whether we like to admit it or not we are completely culturally obsessed with aging we pretend it's just cosmetic just for fun but the fact is avoiding death is kind of like our number one human priority we are programmed for it and the very rich do all kinds of fucked up shit. There are already crazy rumors that Kim Jong the sec, uh, Kim Jong Il uh, liked to inject himself with virgin blood to maintain his youthful precocious uh, precocious precociousness. Precocious. God, I have a really hard time. Yeah, yeah. Precociousness. Is that right? Precociousness. 
I mean, that's what it looks like it says. Hey. What does that mean? Look it up. God. I mean, I I, uh, I, I have a general feeling for what it means just based off the uh, the context. Oh, God damn it. You're going to make me look like a fucking asshole. And by right. you, I mean right. me. <laughs> uh, precocious. Is Manifesting the or characterized by development, aptitude, or interest considered advanced for a given age uh, yeah a uh, mathematically precocious child a child with precocious wit i just see i see early here. ripening here yeah botany <laughs> yes exactly botany blossoming before the appearance of leaves oh man i god damn it i wish i had my fucking jingle board charged and where does this virgin blood come from fun fact virgins <laughs> newsflash you stupid fucking cocks anywho so you, i fucked two girls uh. no, i'm just kidding <laughs> anywho my point is i guess let's definitely try to avoid setting up camps or recapture wayward youth and drain them of their precious sparkling essence okay is that too much to ask for thx research is still inconclusive as to the effects of clandestine portraiture on the appearance of mice tainted by vanity and moral depravity subscribe to our newsletter (laughs) so now that jezebel is reporting that the reach that the fucking uh <laughs> rich essentially inject fucking uh or smoke or snort uh you know adrenochrome <laughs> i feel hella validated adrenochrome God. <laughs> be sure to tell your mom satan 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 <laughs> like single moms groom god well that was a uh that was a fun-filled episode and if you're still hanging out here listening with us we appreciate every single one of you if you liked what you heard tonight you can go to behind the schemes.com that is s-c-h-3-m-3-s uh there you can hit us up on all of our social media god damn it i got a fucking train myself social sesame platforms like instagram the twits and feedback at behind the schemes sch 3m3s <laughs> i'm trying to be part of the solution here okay i'm ready for the great reset ah <laughs> uh, yeah great reset shit out of me <laughs> yeah yeah Ten years, ten years, flatten the curve, dude. Think of how good this show is going to be in ten years. Yeah, I'd be like, Mike would have told us so, but they shot him like seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all just pharmacy ads. <laughs> Fauci selling. Oh man. You better inject yourself with Fauci selling. God. God. 
Oh man. Well, uh, this has been a fun one. Um, I don't know if, uh, if you're familiar with how some of the other shows on the no agenda stream sign themselves out, but I'm going to try and start making it a habit. So that's, uh, that includes, you know, finding a fun name for uh, where you're coming from, a fun little blurb, and then uh, call out your name, and we'll uh, call it a night. So, straight from the mini-ocalypse, where I'm living my most wildest dystopian nightmares, I'm Booberry. <laughs> straight from BSL, North Carolina. You'll have to listen to another episode to find out what that stands for. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And I mean that in the most nicest way possible. Say it. Say your name. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Just because you want me to, I won't do it. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Tease me. I love it. We'll catch you next time, everybody. <laughs>